Welcome to the 2018 Raju's Rejects Fantasy Football League Deep Dive Preview League Information, whatever you want to call this, uh, with us today. Extravaganza? Uh, yes, extravaganza. It is going to be a celebration. It's extravaganza. Yes. It's extravaganza int. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Celebratoration. Who's here today? Intros. My name is Jason. Who else is here? Rob? Yeah. <laughs> Rob? Patrick? This, we run this, a professional this, this, organization. This, this, this we passing the mic this here? Is Luke? Hello, I'm here. This is, this is very exciting for me. I realized as we were talking briefly earlier that I, I spent uh, most of my youth trying to sneak backstage to see shows and, and, and you know, catch up with like bands. And mm. I never made it. Never made it anywhere. And I'm now sitting with the, the real DKE. This it's is awesome. True. <laughs> That's I did so it. true. I did it. I snuck backstage. It's disappointing, isn't it? Yes. No, it's fantastic. I got within like five feet of Les Claypool once and they chucked me out of the building. Now I'm, I, I made it. I did really? It. Well, we're about to send the security for you. Yeah. Uh, understandable. So the commissioner of our Rogers Rejects Leagues, Patrick, Patrick Moffitt, is here with us. And commissioner of the, what's the name of the second league? Rogers Rejects Rejects? Is that what league it is? League two. I don't know. League two. Robert Berg is with us, and Statman Extraordinaire, Young Stats, Luke Overby is here with us. Hello. And we have no representation from League Three because they don't deserve yeah. it. Who is the commissioner of that league? <laughs> we don't even have one. They don't have a commissioner. There's no, there's no leadership down there. It's just a, it's just a toilet. It's, it's a free for all, free for all fight for your life. <laughs> chaos. So now that the pumpkin spice lattes are running, and it's getting that time, I figured it was about time we get down to a fantasy football preview in in-depth detail extra- extravaganza. Is that what you said, Rob? Extravaganzagant. Sure. <laughs> so how about we, talk, we start off with some information on what the league, now that we have three leagues, the three leagues are going to be about this year and, and any details and changes about that. Well, we, we, yeah, so we decided to add a third league. Initially, it almost was a fourth league, and then we decided, I think at Jingle Fest, actually, that it, it was getting, that might get a little out of hand. So we decided now that we have uh, a third league. It's another 14-team league. And then, uh, so that would be two 14-team leagues, and then the, the upper league, the, the Premier League, uh, at 12 teams, which still has now, the advantage up in that league. D- Gen Babs, I think, suggested that we expand, right? Just to give credit where I credit think it was due. originally her idea, right, as far as I understood, yeah. And I think the four league model was was something that she suggested, and then we decided to go with three. Um, and we had an idea for a fourth that really wasn't competing for anything. But I'll let Patrick explain it, and then I will explain the possibility of League Four next year. Well, I think the right. reason we actually got rid of the fourth league and decided to, because originally it was going to be you know four twelve team leagues at forty eight teams total, and then in in the discussions with Luke in the elevator. At Jingle Fest, uh, he pointed out that that would be taking oh, away the you... advantage from the upper league, oh, and it was a very good me. point. Yeah, yeah that you're was, blaming that's... me for people being excluded now. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, certainly. But it was, <laughs> but it was, but it was logical. It was logical to, to fix that because it, it did take away the advantage from the, uh, from the other league. So, um, it, it all worked out. And then next year, if we, if we're go, you know, we could add a, a fourth 16 team league just to make it more and more insane. Nice. Okay. So explain how the leagues, how, how the playoffs work and how the leagues relate. And then I will explain <laughs> the potential fourth league. I am not even actually sure that I understood, even after our discussion, Robert, how we are going to break this down. But I think basically <laughs> we're going to have individual playoffs for the two 14-team leagues, and the winner of that playoff would eventually face the champion of the 12-team league. Okay, so I'm going to have to mm. take the, the wand here. Okay, so, or baton, not the wand. Because <laughs> so, I really didn't understand. <laughs> so we have the top league, uh, the Premier League, gets 12 teams. So the, the top league has an inherent advantage. Because theoretically, uh, you have a better chance. Whoever wins that league will automatically be in the championship game. And they should have at least the possibility of a stronger roster. Because uh, they should have a better draft. And waivers should be uh, more fortified with options. The other two leagues are 14. And the winner of those two leagues will play each other in week 15. And then the winner of that uh, contest will face the winner of the Premier League in week 16 for the championship. So whomever uh, wins the uh, Raju's Rejects League will have a, for all intents and purposes, will have a bye in week 15. Um, I think we're not 100% sure, but we think that the regular season is going to be 12 weeks. And six teams are going to make the playoffs in the Premier League. Four teams are going to make the playoffs in each of the other two leagues. So in week 13, the semifinals of each of leagues two and three will go. Week 14 will be the finals of leagues two and three. And then week 15 is those two winners will face each other. And then week 16, that one will jump up. In the Premier League... The first week, the, the two teams that have a bye will be off in week 13, and the other four teams will play each other. Then the semifinals will be in week 13, and then in week 14 will be the final of the top league. I think that's how... We, no, 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 that's not true. I'm sorry. Let's, let's take that back. Sure. It's a 13-week regular season in the top league. No, that's not right. <laughs> okay 12 um, I, I do need you to go back over something because you lost me at um let me take the wand <laughs> that's so, a baton i meant baton baton yeah, yeah. let's see week 12 no, i'm saying i really didn't really understand much after week that. 13 would be week 14 is the semifinals week 15 is the championship game weeks yeah that's right yeah that makes sense so yeah, it's yeah, a tw- yeah. yeah it's a 12 week regular yeah. season for all three leagues now and if it's not right, we'll figure it out by week Yeah, yeah you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, we have sure. 12 weeks to figure so, it out. So the top league, um, <laughs> six of 12 teams make the playoffs. That's another advantage that you have in the top league is you have a better chance to make the playoffs. Four of 14 will make the playoffs in the other two leagues. So you've got 50% versus 28%. Um, and when you finally get to the championship game from the top league, you could probably have a stronger roster. You should be in a better position. Yeah. You should be in a better position. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, and, and Spike is in the top league. So everybody wants to beat Spike's brains in. So that's another reason why you want to get to the top league. Now, that was a good time though, to mention who has, who has joined your league though, which was a, yes. a, a, a big get. 
You mean Jason? No. Oh. Celebrity. The celebrity that's in our league so now. So we, we went fishing for um, a couple of people because uh, two participants from last year decided not to be in our league this year. One of whom I think is Morrissey. And I just spent no. like an hour no, driving no, no, no. around Lakewood. No, 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 no. Morrissey moved up. Morrissey, Morrissey moved up. He, he, he got promoted. Oh, okay. In, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I, was, I, I just helped him draft his team tonight um, <laughs> as I was driving around at the, and, and at the Olive Bar. So I, I felt like he abandoned us. And I didn't know why. So that's good For to a different know. league. Yes, yes. No, he earned his way to the top. Um, Luke, didn't you jump up to the top league too? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Luke yeah. had a, uh, I think he, you had the most points, didn't you? No, I had the most points of the teams that weren't otherwise qualified. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and then did a third team move up? Babish. Yeah. Babish, Babish moved up because yeah. she won. Oh, yeah. Jen Babs won. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait. No, that's so. Oh, yeah. And Sean. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. He was the regular yep. season winner. And then Jen Babs won the championship. And then Luke had yep. the most points after that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We lost Fitzpatrick, who decided not to play, and Steenburgen is MIA, which is probably safer for everybody. It's probably for the best. Um, <laughs> John just... He, he moved down anyway, right? He did. He did. He was... Yeah, or he did they both move down? down? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Fitzpatrick was in that league last... He was in the Tour Bus 2 league last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had got relegated the year before when he won his first three and lost the next ten. I think, I think, <laughs> yes. I think his last two seasons defeated him. He, he, had lost, he had, like, consecutive losing years with losing streaks of, like, eight games or more. It That's was, a shame. Rough. I'm, I'm going to miss him. He's a charming, dapper man. Yes, he is. Um, who else? Sorely missed. So, that's, Sorely missed. so, so, so Jason's me. the only demotion that actually stuck with us. <laughs> yes. yes. That's true. That's true. And yeah. I think he was I think he was absolutely planning on leaving but we we've so far managed to hold on to. Well, him. it's a testament to his oh, tenacity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And competitiveness. When is this draft again? <laughs> September. It doesn't 5th. matter. You're you're not going to be there, so it doesn't <laughs> the matter. The 5th of September, one day before well, the season starts at 7:30 p.m. East Coast time. Yes. Well, I mean, the our last year's champ I mean, hey, you're talking to a former champion here. <laughs> Yeah, this is true. And this is true. Last year's champion won with auto draft. So this is not so far. Uh, well, outside, outside, of, outside of Joe Arrow, who I think actually did put in the time, the champions mm-hmm. so far have been Steenburgen, Fuse, Arrow, and Babish, and three of those four. I don't think paid any attention the entire season. I think well, Jen made. I, I actually her first tried pick. the year that I won. Oh, you did. Okay, the year that you won, yeah. you actually worked. Okay. The year the one I tried, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm winning. I'm you know lighting." you know, cigars with hundred dollar bills over here. I'm, I'm, you know, money in the bank. You know, what did I say? <laughs> Gravy rolls downhill or something, whatever I said before. So it's we're, not, that's I, not I untrue. Good. Yeah. I was good from then on. And you're still good. How you define good. Yeah. I'm playing with house money. Absolutely. You're, you're, the you're the signature's already on the, the, really the $4 trophy. That we, yeah. That we I'm produce. lighting my house money on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but celebrity, we have a celebrity in the league, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So so we put out the call because we had to replace uh, John and Steenburgen. And originally, um, because we the women that uh, joined our league last year, they did really well. And we wanted yes. to, uh, women to know that um, we wanted more of them in the league. Because last year, Jamie and Jen were the championship game. And I think... Mm-hmm. Um, the Hall of Famer, didn't she win the top league or something like she that? She did, yeah. So it was the Hall of Famer yeah. and Jen Babish in the final last year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we were like, and, and I think Jeannie, uh, and a, did Anita Je- join? Jeannie did really Jeannie, well. Yeah, she did really well. 
So we're like, we put out the call and we're like, we said uh, we wanted uh, women to apply and we had 15 people that responded, one of whom Mm -hmm. is a former big who Mm. I guess has a real job and can't be on the show anymore. Can't even stop in occasionally, but it's Kevin Stanfield. Yes. And not, not a woman, not a woman, Mm -hmm. which is fine. It's good. Right. Right. So at that point we're like, well, we, we, we can't turn down a celebrity. We got to have Kevin in the league. Absolutely. So, Kevin's awesome. I mean, for, for just for his contributions to the show that we love so much alone, he he got straight in. I mean, if mm-hmm. if is David Dupree still alive? I mean, if if he wanted in or <laughs> or Aldridge, like they wow. would have to go in too. We would just we would have to have oh, them. Of it's an immediate. Anybody. Yeah, yeah, it has. Yes, to, yeah. it's a must fill yes. spot. In fact, if anybody of those people apply, we will mid season kick out somebody else. Right, Stephen Hunter. I mean, I'd be happy to have Stephen Hunter on uh, in the league. Yeah. So, and again, I don't know if he's alive still or not. I mean, these guys were on. Uh, who, yeah. Who's the Chad guy that does poker? Who's funny? Norman Chad. Norman Chad was great. Chad. great. Oh yeah. He's, yeah. Although I, I think he, I think he's on the outs with Tony. I think he, they got into some sort of altercation or some sort of feud. But I could see that. So we had Kevin like, and 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 I think it was ten guys and five women asked to be in the league. And I felt bad because the first two people that applied or, or raised their hand were guys. And I'm like, oh, we got Kevin, though. So then for the uh, remaining spot, we had five women. And so I just put them in order. And I told Patrick to pick a number. And hmm. uh, Leanna DiNardo was the fourth person in that list. Okay. And Patrick said four. And so she's in the league. Cool. And we will, if the... Uh, it- Next year, if we do decide to add the others, we, we have kept a list of all the people that, that wanted in this year, and we will, we will add those people next year if we, if yeah, we decide I felt, to expand again. Yeah. So this I, was, I, I really do hate excluding people. It's, I yeah, know. I, I really, oh, yeah, I really yeah, yeah. wanted to add the fourth league, but it just it, it seemed like a lot to manage. So this is the thinking with the fourth league. We could have just taken the, the other 14 names, and we could promote from the fourth league to the third <clears> league. If you get relegated from the third league down to the fourth league, you're not playing for anything. Yeah, that makes sense. Like you have you have no chance to win the Littles Championship. You you're, could you're win the fourth for, league. You're playing for moving up. Yeah. yeah, that's all you're playing for. There's no hard work. You're on the you're on like the scout team. The you know what's it called in NFL? Yeah, the practice well, that, squad. And now the I'm actually squad, feeling yeah. bad enough to the point where I wonder if I should try to throw this together in the last two weeks. But it might be too much to do this year because I I don't know that we would actually get the involvement that we need to at this point. Maybe well, I think we'll just hold off until next year, and hopefully, all those that wanted to participate will still want to participate next year. Right? Sure. Yeah, but Definitely. we'll probably get somebody that wants to join. Although, I mean, this is sort of they're on they're, they're living out on the porch basically. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't know if the enthusiasm exactly will be there, but but that's so that's what we yeah. were thinking. So, do you have a list of the people that are in the third league now? Because I don't even know who they. I are. don't know who they are either. Patrick's got. I it. do. It's already set up, and they're they've already all Excellent. signed up. So we're good. We're awesome. good to go. Yep. They're they're already. It's it's and it's a lot of people that we that we know from from um, various areas as, as well. It, it, a lot of Jingle Excellent. Fest folks that you've probably met before. So speaking cool. of, and then some that names know, that I'd never heard before, but they were they were oh. really interested, and we added them. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, one of the 10 guys that was on the list was Bobby Gottfried. And I felt terrible because oh. I would love Bobby to be in the league. And yes. it just was circumstances. Um, and in fact, I think, well, Patrick, didn't you say like you thought he was already in the league or, or maybe that was Jason that thought he was already in the league? 
I probably thought he was already in the, like the second league last year. I thought for some reason he was. I'm actually looking at the rosters now because, I'm, to be honest with you, I've I've forgotten now between these three leagues who all actually signed up and who hadn't. Because and I felt bad about that too because there was like Paul Parmley had requested the year mm-hmm. before and I didn't notice it and he got in this year. I'm trying to look it up right now actually. So let me make sure I know. Okay. Before I <laughs> before anyway, I so that's any, the before I give any firm answers here and. That we do have a change in scoring settings this year. We have now. I know a lot of people hate this, but we have added one point per reception. Now, before people freak out and start going crazy, I don't think this is terrible. If you think about it from a couple of perspectives, one, this opens up a lot of options on the waiver wire that otherwise would not be palatable. Yes, you've got. Uh, this, we were talking before we uh, started to boot up the uh, Yetis and the Garage Band, but slot receivers and third down backs come into play. You could get twelve points out of a guy if you can figure out. Okay, I'm going to grab. I think this team's going to be losing, and maybe you know Tariq Cohen could be. I mean, he's how many touchdowns is Tariq Cohen really going to score? But there might be four or five games this year where he catches six or seven passes. So if right. you're thinking, yeah. you know, they're playing the Packers, they're going to be losing late. Uh, you got a young quarterback. Maybe he's going to be dumping it off to the running back. It's probably going to be Cohen instead of Jordan Howard. You know, you could slide a guy like in there as your running back too. If you don't have a lot of depth, boom, you're okay. Yeah. And I would rather throw somebody like that in at a flex than some like short yardage back who may maybe get in. And if he scores a touchdown, he's going to get you six, seven points. But if he doesn't, he's getting you nothing. Exactly. I, the, I would rather have the PPR. Yeah. Exactly. So at least a guy that you know is going to get snaps. I, I hate when you have to put a person in and then you're praying that they score a touchdown. Yeah. And that's your only shot of them getting any points. Right. And you know it. So we so think that not, this is not a only better that, option. But not only that, but... Uh... Even from a running back perspective, running backs are catching the ball more these days anyway. Yes. I mean, uh, Kareem Hunt last year led the league in rushing. Um, he had like 13, 27 rushing yards, you know, just round a number. Right. Around there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is the lowest total since 1990. Um, so, nice. so that's pretty low. But Stats. at the same point, we had five players with at least uh, 50 rush attempts and 600 yards receiving. So, you know, there's a lot of... It, there's a lot of running backs that are still going to get points out of that. So you mm-hmm. said that was the most. Do you mean the least? That was the least. Yeah, least since 1990. Okay, so. gotcha. For yeah. for yeah. a running, yeah. yeah, rushing for a running back to lead the, league, the yeah. league in rushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But there's a lot of there's a lot of running backs getting more receiving yards. So well, and last year David Johnson was hurt. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott was suspended for a number of games. Yeah, that's um, true. Some of the some of those guys that are more the typical rushers right so it's it's it was kind of a fluky year but it also is a longer term trend where i I think i read somewhere where 80 somewhere in the early 2000s around 80 running backs got over 100 i think over 100 carries and and Hmm. 60 had over like 150 it was some crazy number and now I think, I mean, you just, you never, you don't even ever see a running back at 300 carries anymore. No, no. So uh, it's, they're spreading out the number of carries and running backs are just catching more balls too. I mean, people are passing more. It's, this is not anything that people listening here don't know, but um, that, I I think that 1327, even though it was a little bit flukish, I also think that it it probably, I, I think there's a possibility that 
in the next few years that could even be broken. That you could see... Like somebody would lead the league and have lower, less than that. Yeah, so. yeah, as they yeah. just spread... Because, um, I mean, if, if you're paying... Like, <clears throat> this is crazy, but uh, the, the Todd Gurley contract, I think Le'Veon Bell's probably now going to get something close to it. If you're going to invest that much money, you, you can't give a guy 280 carries. I mean, you just can't afford for no. him to get hurt. Do you, do you think they're now going to give Bell that money, though? Because after the way that they have beat him up in the last couple of years, I just don't know that they're going to... Them or anybody else is going to be able to offer him the same contract that Gurley just got because I, they have but, just pounded him for three years in a row. He, he, was, he led the league in uh, rushing attempts last year, 321. Honestly, I think he probably will get it because there will be somebody... Remember Somebody's that if, want him, yeah. if you don't spend up to the cap, you can roll cap over year over year. So even though mm-hmm. the salary cap this year is $177 million, I think San Francisco is spending like 200 um, well, that's the thing, oh, though. Okay. Just the way that they've, they, the, they've, they've hammered him the last couple of years, I almost wonder whether somebody will just give him a huge, a huge short-term contract, pay him a bunch per year, and then just, just lay off hmm. instead of giving him the longer term. Because I, 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 I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested, after the beating huh. that he's taken the last couple of years, that if, if somebody will give him that same kind of contract that Gurley got. How old is he? He's 26. Yeah. Oh, is he only twenty six? I thought he was twenty seven yeah, this young. year. Okay. Okay. I thought he had, I think okay. he turns twenty seven during the season, but right now I think he's okay. twenty six. He he was young when he came into the league. He he uh his birthday's February eighteenth. There you go. Huh. He's gonna be twenty six all year. Stats <laughs> <laughs> on it. Okay, so do we have anything else that we have to set up before we go into Well I I, I... I think one of the things that you and I were back and forth about Robert for a little while was I, I, I was initially kind of anti PPR for this league, but I, but I've, I've come around on that. And I think the fact that we're they're doing these two 14 team leagues, it does incorporate a little more playability into the, into the, the deeper picks that you're going to have. So I'm, I'm fine with it. And, and um, you know, I think, I think it's, it's a good decision for the, for the format we've set up. Well, a lot of people say, why should you get credit for just catching the ball? But at the same time, like if a lot of touchdowns are capricious. I mean, a wide yeah. receiver catches the ball, goes out at, at the one, and they bring in a fullback, and he gets the touchdown. Well, why should he get six? I mean, that's just right. the way we play the game. So one of the ways in which you can show relative value, I mean, if, if somebody is throwing the ball to a receiver, normally it's because he got open. He did his job. He got open. Now, maybe his job was only to run sort of an out. And maybe his teammate didn't make the block that could have sprung him down the sideline. But he did his job and he caught the ball. Receiver's job, when the ball's thrown to him, catch the ball. Don't drop it, right? Yeah. So I think PPR takes some of the luck out of when you get, like Patrick said, when you have these 14-team leagues and you have some guys like at the end of the bench who, who are not going to make it in, on any roster in a 12-team league. You have these guys that... Um, like I was saying before, you, if you have like a fullback or whatever who's just going to go in and score like a one-yard touchdown, you know, every six games, if you can figure out, okay, they're going to throw to this guy at least maybe 10, 15 times a game, he's going to catch, you know, eight or 10 passes a game, you know you're going to get some points. It's more of a consistent amount of points to me or a expected consistency than just the pure luck of, okay, I put this guy in and they happen to hand the ball up to him at the one-yard line. Right, right. Um, and a lot of... Uh, I mean, a lot of short catches are for first downs. I mean, those are important. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the, so, th- the thing that I did want to point out before we get into anything in, like on individual players is, is that, the, the, you know, the biggest key, I think, in any, I don't know, for me in fantasy is, is that no matter what league you're playing in, 
make sure that you understand how the scoring system is set up because that Absolutely. needs to be what dictates your draft. I mean, if if you're playing in a PPR league and you're picking no, the people that aren't ever going to catch the ball, then you're then you're <laughs> then you're in trouble. So yes. just make sure you know uh, what your what your scoring system is before you start drafting. Right. Okay. And, so uh, let me hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> well, it's funny though because like it's one of those things like people don't they don't no. you know, they go they go draft in a league and they're like oh wait a minute you know and then they yeah they yeah. just forget oh totally yeah. I I honestly I probably would not have even thought about it. <laughs> it, it it's surprising. It, it seems like really basic advice. It is surprising how often people don't do it. Like you, if you're you're drafting in a two quarterback league and they're just punting right. and they're punting, you're like, well, I'm a late round quarterback drafter. It's like. You're going to be starting A.J. McCarron if you don't grab somebody yeah. soon. Yeah. So is, is there anything else about the league before we move on to like basic, uh, you guys want to talk maybe like um, your draft strategies or going into like the first round, a couple rounds, which you are looking at or any kind of players that you want to look at? Any, any other league stuff before we want to get to anything? No, I, I think I've, I've made it quite apparent that I don't even actually know what's going on yet. So hopefully by, <laughs> by, by, by the fifth, I'll have, it, I'll have it somewhat figured out. Yeah, I'm going to look at, at see who's in the leagues too. And oh, wait, no, no, I do have one more question. Sure. Are we so two things? One, we had considered adding individual defensive players. Now, the reason that I wanted to do it was <clears throat> I thought that it would make for a more interesting fantasy experience and a more interesting football watching experience. Because when I first joined, um, let's see, I think it was 2008 was the first time I played in a league that had uh, eight defensive players. So it basically matched the number of defensive player or offensive players on the other side. So you had to know what was going on. So you had to learn about, okay, right. well, in a 4-3, the middle linebacker in a Tampa 2 offense, you know, defense, the middle linebacker is going to rack up carries, the cornerbacks are going to, you know, or, or let, tackles, I'm sorry, cornerbacks tackles, are going to yeah. get a lot of tackles. So I had to learn schemes, I had to learn positions, I had to learn responsibilities, and it really made football more enjoyable. So I talked to Patrick, and I... I told him that I thought it would be a good idea for us to at least add one defensive lineman, one linebacker, one defensive back. I wanted to add two of each. I think he might have said, well, what about one? Would you do one? But then the more I thought about it, uh, because it's I'm like, if you have J.J. Watt and he has a crazy game, I mean, it's fun if he comes in at tight end and you get a, a touchdown pass. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. But what's probably going to happen, what I figured probably would happen is People wouldn't do any research, and the, the people that did, there'd be like four people in the league that took it seriously and understood how to game plan it, and they would get an advantage, and everybody else would just get frustrated, and they'd get pissed off, and then people wouldn't, you know, it, it would maybe cause some consternation and grumbling in the league. And I concluded that that probably would happen. I don't, is that what you thought too, Patrick? That was that was my argument against, yeah, because I, I think mm. that, you know, first off, we've been playing in pretty, you know, basic standard scoring for the first, you know, three seasons here. And I, it, we're adding the PPR this year. And I, I was a little bit concerned that if we just start throwing too much at people that are just kind of casually playing and just doing it just to kind you know, more for the, right, you yeah. know, almost just to oh. hang out versus, you know, really Todd Takei, pay attention that's you. to what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> me. I'm here. I'm here for the fun. I'm hanging out with everybody else that's in the league. So. And, right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I just didn't think we wanted to overdo it. If I, I, I am interested in the idea of doing, you know, one of each next year. And I think maybe if we can you know, see how the season goes and see if we can maintain interest throughout the season, I think it's a good idea to add it because I do think it adds a little bit more of a, you know, a, a fun element. Mm -hmm. 
but at the same time, I think just, you know, take it slow because we have a, a lot of varying interest. And I don't want to, the, the, the worst thing that can happen in a league is you have three or four teams that just aren't participating. They don't set the rosters. And yeah, then all you, of a sudden you, it just kind of screws yes. things up. You so, can't have that. Yeah. So I think, I think we're playing it, you know, we're playing it a little bit safe, but at the same time, and the other thing is, is that, you know, we have people drafting from all over, literally all over the country now. And like, if you extend a draft to, you know, one and a half to two hours, uh, that's a lot for people to do depending on where you are. Yeah. So, and how many kids you have? Yeah. Yeah. I drafted from the stage at a band rehearsal last year. That's right. I forgot. I'm not kidding. That. On my phone, I had it sitting on the stand like that holds the music in front of me. Some people call that a music stand. I call it the stand that holds the music in front of me. And so I, it was sitting on there. And so I was drafting and I was having to just watch it as I was playing and singing. And, and I would just, whenever between songs, I just pick, I'd line up the players. So I remember looking at, 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 you at the second league and, and like, uh, Every like, I think it was Jen Babish. I can't remember who it was, but it would be like every like 15 minutes, it would be like somebody joined the draft and they've left. That was Jen. <laughs> they were yeah. there for like, like 10 seconds at a time and then gone. She was working and she, yeah. I think she was trying to draft from the parking lot at first, so but she couldn't get it to work. Uh, and so she, I think she pre-picked Aaron Rodgers in the first round because that's her move. And then after that, it was just, I, I'm pretty sure it was auto draft after that. She might have made a couple more selections, but I, most I of her stuff was I think she made a auto. few. I don't know. Yeah. And it's so yeah. great as we actually lead into any particular advice that Jen is the one that won the league last year. And yeah. Essentially right. just so, yeah. <laughs> and, and did you say she drafted a quarterback in the first round? <laughs> she did draft a quarterback yes. in the first round. Okay. So speaking of that, what are some of your basic Don't draft a quarterback or- in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> There are there are probably twenty three quarterbacks that I like this year. Oh, and look, Jen is going to draft Aaron Rodgers in the first round. If you want Aaron Rodgers, you have to take him in the first round. She's going to take Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's just what she does. I drafted a team for her. She was she's in another league, and I drafted that team for her because she was working again. I, she must mm-hmm. work like seven days. I don't understand. <laughs> And so I said, well, what, what do you want me to do? And she's like, I need you to draft Aaron Rodgers in the first round. <laughs> After that, you do what you want. So that was, was that difficult for you to actually hit that button and do that? I, there was a part of me that really resisted it, but it's, you know, Your brain was going, no. I figured I could make it work. So yeah. just, okay, I'll give you Aaron Rodgers and I'll do my best. And, and she, actually, she had defensive players on that team too. And uh, I, I remember drafting both Miles Jack and Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith had a great year for her, and we got a couple of really good defensive linemen, too. I can't remember. We stole somebody, and uh, her, her defense was loaded, and everybody else. I, I think it was basically the situation that probably would have happened with our league this year is a lot of the league just didn't know who to pick hmm. for, for defense, yeah. and so I was just grabbing guys at the end of the draft and, and loading up, and I had like two top five defensive linemen, you know, three linebackers in my top ten. It was ridiculous. So I'm looking at the, the ESPN. We play on ESPN.com, ESPN Fantasy. Um, this thing has like one, two, three, four, like five or six, seven quarterbacks at the top of the list. What uh, is that how they're ranking them, or what are we doing? I'm, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm going to have to go check that, that out. That's probably by points, right? Like projected points? Yeah, projected like points. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Which would so be the they, case. Yeah, they would they would score the most points, but it still doesn't make their positional value better than Right. So, going into the first round, what is your approach or what what do you recommend and or what do you look at um for people who maybe, you know, 
in our league, not in our league, in one of our three leagues, uh, how would you suggest going about the first round? Are you drafting running backs? Like first two rounds, three rounds? What are you doing? Hit it, Patrick. I think since we're playing in the PPR league, you have to start looking at wide receivers much earlier than I normally would. Um, well, I shouldn't say much earlier. You're going to look at them either way. But uh, in this particular case, like, you know, Antonio Brown and, and Hopkins and uh, potentially Julio or um, some other high-volume receiver, you're going to take those guys earlier than you would in a, in a standard draft because, uh, you know, the, the, those PPR points um, um, are more valuable in this case. So, um you know, n- knowing now that we're, we're switching to that system, that's something to keep in mind. Um, I still think you're probably going to get those first four, maybe even five running backs off the board first. Um, but then again, in, this, in these leagues, in these three leagues, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, like we've seen the last three years. I mean, Rogers has gone in the first round every year and sometimes yeah. mid, mid first round. And then things just go completely sideways. So we're um, two kickers. Yeah. I mean, we have two kickers, you know, I, I, don't take three, two kickers, three tight ends. I mean, like, you know, was that Lipton? Yeah. Don't take two. No, kickers. it was Shad. It was Shad. We're Shad trying to help you, man. And I think Adam, <laughs> I think ben, Adam Benson, Benson definitely had two did. kickers too. Yeah. yeah. Somebody he, took he two had quarterbacks had to. in the first six rounds last year. Don't do that. <laughs> I think Adam Benson had uh, Aaron Rodgers first, and then he took another quarterback, like in the first, first five or if six. If you take yeah. Aaron Rodgers, don't take another quarterback <laughs> in any round. It, it, yeah. things will go they will go sideways in in all three of these leagues and so that's actually kind of, i mean it's you know it's it's crazy but it's also fun because like whatever you're planning just also know that at any moment a player that you would never expect to get might fall into your lap so yes by the way i'm pretty sure adam benson also did really well last year <laughs> yeah it's, he's still in the upper league right don't take two quarterbacks in the first six rounds <laughs> yeah he was in one was, quarterback in the first six rounds yeah he was in the upper league final yeah, and that's I think was that's he right. really? Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so far, as, <laughs> no matter what, we can we can discuss all we want. I'm not. It, yeah, it does seem to be uh, at least in these leagues utterly meaningless. Yeah, the 2017 results are basically the opposite of what we say to do. <laughs> and if you actually look at the two the rosters of the two teams that were in the final, it was unreal. It was like how did uh, yeah? I mean, it was amazing. Alex Collins was on both. I mean, he had a good year. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it was like. Gurley was nowhere yeah. to be found. It was just, it was the way things played out. It was just bizarre. Yeah, I had I had Gurley. It did not. He he did great. It it just didn't. It wasn't enough. And it wasn't. I mean, it was, yeah, it wasn't just an individual. I mean, if you look at the rosters top to bottom for the two teams that were in the final, and this is nothing against Jen or the Hall of Famer. I mean, I I think they you know they had they both had good seasons, but it was just yeah. it was strange the way things played out. Yes. So so that's a good that's a good you know piece of advice. You may study and you may have a. You may have perfect execution in your draft plan and have a great plan. You still there's still an amount of luck to this where you just everything falls apart or somebody hits big and you mm-hmm. you know you get so, relegated. So I think part of that too was the fact that they had uh, you know players just doing well on the right week, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Which so can that, happen. So I mean, that has yeah. A, yeah that that kind of thing can happen. Actually, so uh, here here's my here's my first fantasy advice for you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the championship game is week 16. So really, that's probably what we need to focus on. So ignore everything mm. else. Just focus on week 16. And <laughs> so I looked, up, I looked up stats on this. And okay. The, the, oh, there's only been one team that has gone 4-0 in week 16. So that's probably the team that you want to pick players from. Okay. All right. So what team do you think that is? 
Um, I don't even understand that statistic. <laughs> How many teams play um, four games in week 16? No, I mean in the last four seasons. Okay. Last four years. So it's like yeah, one last four team. seasons. Only one team has gone 4-0 and in week 16 it, in the last four seasons. Is it Tampa? Really? That's surprising. No, Tampa is the only team to go 0-4. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else has had great... I mean, the Patriots typically have great December, so I would say them initially, but it's. I, I think that would be, the, yeah. obviously... The I would say somebody like the Browns or the mm-hmm. Lions, but I know they went 0-16 <laughs> recently, so they couldn't be. I would guess if you win none, you can't win in the last yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're, you're not winning any. <laughs> yeah. um, so, who is it, Luke? So it's the, the Redskins. Oh, <laughs> is it really? That's fantastic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so only draft people on the Washington only draft team. only draft Washington Redskins. Yeah, you basically Adrian want the Peterson Washington first Redskins round. starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. Is he on the Redskins now? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. When did this happen? <laughs> this week. He just signed yeah. like two weeks ago. Yeah, or oh. a week ago. Yeah. I think Luke and I talked about a so, stat of, and so they handed him the ball point. like twenty times in the in the preseason game, yeah. and now so, everybody's saying pick him as a third rounder. It's like yeah, yeah that's my first strategy: just draft players on Washington. Okay. That's sound. Speaking of no, players any, on Washington, anybody else? <laughs> last year, I think it was the 11th or 12th round, and I think Jamie had taken Rob Kelly like in the sixth or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're getting to her, and then I pick after her, and she's like, "It's the 12th round. What do you like here?" And I was like, "Right now, there's value with two players: Alvin Kamara <laughs> and Samaji Pirine." And we're, we're taking both of them. Nice. So she took Kamara. <laughs> uh, wow. that, that. <laughs> Speaking of former Washington players, um, did RG3 make the Ravens? I think that's still up for debate. They've got one more oh. preseason game. so they can. St- when do they cut? Do they cut this week or no? No, they, they I, change, think I think you get to go all the way through four preseason games with yeah. your whole 90-man roster now. They, they oh, changed wow. that. There's no more like you have to cut down to this number by this date. They're just it's like 90, you can have it's everybody. It's ninety go. straight to fifty three. It's it's they cut it yep. down all. all yep. Okay. I mean, some teams get rid of some guys because they know they're not going to make it, and they want to give them a chance to catch on somewhere else. But right, yeah. But there's and no. R- like, and RG three hasn't. Yeah. I mean, he, well, granted, it's preseason, but I mean, he hasn't played terrible to the point where I mean, he might stick around. Oh, I'm really hoping he sticks around because it's the Ravens, and I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him rot that locker room from the you know, inside, well, from the social media inside I, out. Look, I hate the Ravens. I hate the Ravens more than any other team in the league. But agree. But Jen Babs is really suffering with Griffin being on the team. She's really <laughs> that's true. She's that's really true. struggling. The only reason she's able to deal with it is because they drafted Lamar Jackson. So yes. for her sake, well, RG three can mentor him. And the Orioles are 394, I think. Yeah, so well, she's I, I having a hard time. I can't time. give her a hard time. I feel bad for her sports life this year. Yeah. So, I mean, she's thrilled about Lamar Jackson, but I, you know, for her yeah. sake, it would be nice if Griffin caught on with another team. Yeah, like the Washington Redskins. Oh God, <laughs> wouldn't that be good? Can you imagine if he that went back so there as the third quarterback? I I don't understand how he got Unbridled to this point. Optimism. Honestly, I mean, he, it's not that he's not. He's a talented guy. I mean, he had yeah. other skills besides his legs, but I, I just think it's the whole all—it's the marketing, the branding, the all-in, yeah. the 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 hashtags. Like it's, he's just a dope. Yeah, it just seemed like very much like too much too soon, and then he let it go to his head, and he didn't have anybody around him that said, "Look, man, you still got to work hard, and you still got to you know 
don't be don't you're not here to market this stuff you're here to play football yeah, go the Peyton Manning it, and then everything route. else yeah be great yes. and then get all the endorsements and then do it yeah he had a he had a LeBron moment before having any actual success. Like he, he there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, yeah. and you know, taking my you, talents without yeah. He had one season. Yeah, I think I think the Peyton Manning thing is is good, except you know maybe pick a different pizza place. Oh my god, do we do <laughs> yeah. we want to talk about Papa John's pizza for two minutes? I mean, it is um, inedible. It is the worst. Yes, it's terrible of all the major chains. To me, it yes. is by far the worst. I'm with you on that. And honestly, I'm not going to eat it anymore. So it's. Patrick, Ridiculous. Luke, any thoughts on Papa John's? So, uh, so I, uh, uh, yeah, do you have my a wife, statistic? <laughs> I don't, I don't have a Papa John's stat. <laughs> I don't have a Papa John's stat. No, uh, my, uh, my wife got some, some pizza from Walmart the other day. Walmart pizza. Walmart pizza. It was like, it was like hot pizza, like already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. Oh, like a little, yeah. like a little, like cafe. Yeah, they have a little cafe. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, but it was, it was like, like they put it in a box for you and, and that was better than the uh, Papa John's 100%. pizza. 100%. 100%. Nice. <laughs> Never been a fan. Never been a fan. And, and, uh, and, and, and this certainly, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's heading south. My dad Did loves they? it. He loves the, they have one where you put barbecue sauce on the pizza and then chicken on top. Oh my God. Yep. Nah, I can't do that. Now, did the NFL, are they still a sponsor of the NFL no. or did the NFL drop them? No, I think that it's Pizza Hut now, isn't it? Oh, Remember, what I'd is it, uh, what is Pizza Hut's stupid slogan now? Hut, hut? No. That, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been ten times better than what they, that's pretty good, that's, that's pretty good off the top of my head. Good. Nobody out pizzas the hut. That's what it was. Oh, that's, oh, that is that's, horrific. Yeah. Hut, hut. You know, Omaha, hut, hut. That'd be much better. better. Oh, I'd love yeah. to see Peyton Manning. <laughs> doing pizza hut commercials is it really year. nobody out pizzas the hut yeah i've heard that before oh it's yeah space ball. that's theft that's... of space balls yes yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it really it's pizza the hut yeah yep yeah yeah we we could be better at these major chain marketing no doubt campaigns than they are 100 percent. yeah we just came up with something better in 30 just, seconds just now <laughs> so that's that's what we did yeah yeah um okay first round That'd be a thousand dollars first round strategy if you have a chance, if you have a, a pick in the top six, I think you have to take a running back. I know people love Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is money. But I think if you can get one of the top six running backs, well, well maybe five. But if you can get okay. Gurley, Bell, David Johnson, Zeke, or Kamara, I think you have to take them. And then Antonio Brown goes six. What do you think, Patrick? I I would be fine with that. I I'm a little bit concerned about Kamara. I I wonder. I I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. He was an absolutely incredible last year, and 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 essentially saved me in the in the league because I drafted him late. But I, I'm a little bit worried about his size and and whether or not he can replicate what he did last year because so much of it seems like it has to revert. But I mean, the fact is Ingram's not there. So um, well, Ingram know, is may, going to miss four games. Well, he's going to miss four games, but then he's got to buy in week six. So like it. If you know, I mean, he's essentially missing five of the first six, and we have such such a shortened season that oh, oh that's, that's a good half point. The season, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I Kamara, yeah, maybe maybe you're right on that. I, I, I would, you know, originally in my mind, I had just kept it at the top four, but Kamara might be the one that that elevates. I, I have no problem with anybody taking Brown or or Hopkins, and you know, in the first. What right about Barkley, so, Saquon Barkley? He could be great. I just I've heard him rated. I've seen him way up on these boards too. I, I just I, I'm. And I'm. I actually usually like taking run, rookie running backs, but I'm a little yeah. hesitant to take him as early as where he's going 
because the Giants were so bad last year. I mean, I, it, right. you don't ever know what's going to happen year to year, but I'm a, I'm just a little hesitant. He might be, and you know, he might be right there, but I don't, you just don't know yet. Um, I'm going to say two things about Barkley. Number one, normally mm-hmm. I, I'm with Patrick. Normally, I like taking rookie running backs, but that's normally because you can get them in the sixth round. Like it's, right. they're sleepers that people aren't necessarily yeah. on top of. If you're going to draft the Barkley, you got to take yeah. him sixth. It, I don't care how talented a rookie running back is. There's just there is a learning curve. Sometimes guys just don't hit the ground running. I mean, Jonathan Stewart was a first round uh, pick. Darren McFadden was a first round pick. I know that Barkley has unbelievable measurables. Um, he's a great blocker. He's a great character guy. He's a three down back. He's got great hands. He can run routes like Le'Veon Bell. He's not just a guy that's going to catch screens. Mm-hmm. And he's got great long speed. Um, but until a guy can prove that he can run between the tackles, I, sixth, I don't know, man. I mean, I I, yeah. I would be much more comfortable taking Antonio. I mean, Trent Richardson, I, I know he's a joke now, <laughs> but when he came out, people thought he was a transcendent talent. Yes. It's not, he's not a guarantee. Now, the, the difference mm-hmm. is that Barkley, by uh, every account that I've heard, Incredibly mature, hard, really hard worker, great leader, great character. Not a guy like I'm when a guy like Trent Richardson fails out of the league with that much talent, you have to come to the conclusion that he doesn't love football, that he doesn't practice hard, that he doesn't really he'll cruise as long as he can go on natural ability. And after that runs out, he's kind of done. Right. Or he just and simply can't pick, up the, that, can't pick up the offense. I mean, what, but, or a running other, back, like, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I could see that if it was a tight end or a quarterback, but a running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, what do you I mean, what do you I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you have anything on, on the I don't know. I mean, what the stats are for rookie running backs. But it, it, like the Barkley case is is really interesting because, like Robert said, you just have to take him so high. Like, yeah. So so I do have him. So uh, all my all my rankings are automated so i have no idea what it looks like until i just look at it but uh i have him pretty high and and i mean my my rankings tend to be based on the rankings uh it's it's mostly based on the projections from all the different uh major sites that Mm -hmm. that do these kind of things so it's kind of like an average of all those things Mm -hmm. and so um so they all have him high and so he's high um but that doesn't necessarily he, mean he's going to succeed it just means that's that's what everybody's saying right is he above brown or hopkins though in ppr and anything that you have so um so i'm I'm actually going to play a little bit of a uh the opposite card there with with regard to ppr so mm-hmm. my rankings actually i i was just looking at these because you told me about ppr like right before we got yeah yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> so it was very last minute. <laughs> right. sorry about that yeah so so i actually have the ppr versus the non-ppr right next to each other mm-hmm and what happened in the early rounds is the running backs moved up slightly over the receivers. Hmm. So the reason that is, is because the, the rankings are based on value over replacement. And so all of the wide receivers get, got a bump up, right? Mm-hmm. But relative to other bump ups, uh, Antonio Brown's bump up is... Uh, relative to other receivers, is not as big as okay. uh, a heavy pass catching running backs bump up oh. over other running backs that are that are replacement level running backs. And so, what ends up happening is, from a value perspective, there's a slight increase at the top of the draft of running backs. And so, I actually have wide receivers uh, like Antonio Brown's, you know, hugging on to the first round. 
Really? Oh, I like at the bottom. Wow. Okay. So yeah. even even yeah. below like somebody like Hunter Gordon. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, oh. Gord- yeah, yeah. Gordon's above him. Huh. I, I probably shouldn't be giving these away, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's gonna listen. Don't worry. <laughs> no. no. Or care. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a possibility. Or, or so, so two things. <laughs> One is, and I don't know if you know this, Patrick, but Kamara is five ten to fifteen. So he's not a scat back. Uh, no. The second thing is, I think that up to nine running backs could catch 70 to, eight, 70 to 80 passes this year. Uh, I've heard that prediction for Barkley, uh, that, that even that, you know, the, anywhere from 50 to 90 passes, which is, I mean, that's obviously a, a ridiculously wide range. But like, uh, As a rookie, though, that seems crazy. But the Gi- I mean, with the Giants, I, you don't know what the, I mean. I, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they do have the, they have a very good receiving core. I mean, they got Beckham and you know Shepard and, and Ingram. So it's like yeah. uh, that's that's a lot of passes to throw around. It doesn't. Well, not you know, just, I mean, not not that it can't do it. But. That's one hundred percent true. So the Giants are going to go th- uh, three wide a lot of the time, and Ingram is going to be outside. Mm-hmm. So it, it's basically, um, and I guess well, Cody Latimer is their fourth receiver or their third receiver right now. I liked him when he came out, but he didn't really do much in Denver. My guess is that uh, does I don't know if the Giants use a fullback or not. Well, that's what, I, that was going to be my question because if they're setting up Ingram outside, they're going to need somebody to block. So, wouldn't in some cases that's going to make Saquon a blocker if he's out in the field? It's possible. Well, he can he can pass pro. That that's not a problem. But if they spread everybody out now, like if they get him out in space against a linebacker, I mean it's over. Mm-hmm. Like he he's yeah, he's yeah. a problem. If they're going to go two tight ends, I don't even know who their other tight end is. But if they're going to go um like 12 personnel, Ingram's going to line up wide. And mm-hmm. if if the defense has on their bigger package and and they're not going to go nickel, then Barkley's going to be on a linebacker. I mean it's he's going to be a mismatch. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a nightmare. And and you have to account for Beckham. I mean you got to put two people on Beckham or he's going to eat people alive. And mm-hmm. and linebackers aren't going to be able to stay with Ingram either, so that offense could be pretty good. The only other thing that concerns me about Barkley, and it's probably, I mean, it, it's it seems like it's pretty minor, but the fact that he's been held out with the the hamstring injury, though, I mean, those are, that's a reoccurring injury. Hamstrings so I, I, can I, linger. I would I would be a little bit worried about that too. I mean, I, I you know I still think definitely a first rounder, but I I think I would be taking receiver over him probably in our in our setup. I think I probably would too. I mean, well, it depends on where I was, but I would take Antonio Brown over Barkley for sure. Yeah. Did you, I, say, you I, said you said Camaro's two hundred fifteen pounds? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. I, I always, I guess, I always just felt like he was as, was smaller. Maybe that's just because he's playing with Ingram, but I didn't realize he was that big. So maybe I need to. Well, he's fast too. I mean, that's yeah. that's probably one of the reasons too. And he's he's like really shifty and and graceful. Yeah, I mean, so he's, he's incredible. Of, yeah. Yeah. This is, this Go ahead, Luke. What, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was just gonna say that you know. Uh, like I, I'll use the rankings as a as a guide, but if it's between something like uh, two guys next to each other, and and one of them is a little unknown, like Barkley, then I might you know go the other way, even if mm-hmm. you know according to the rankings he's higher. So mm-hmm. so I can I can see that being the case with someone like him, where he's a rookie, you don't really know exactly what's going to happen, and the Giants, you know, didn't really. I mean, a lot of running back it depends on offensive line, so. Well, her, I think her, their second round pick, Hernandez, is, I think, I thought they stole him in the second round. Um, and they got, uh, what's his name, the, the guard from Carolina, Norwell. So they did fortify their line. Now, you know, if that's going to be enough, I don't know, because it was pretty bad last year. And 
quite frankly, Eli Manning sucks. I mean, he he used to be a decent quarterback. <laughs> he was never as good as he had been elevated. He had some seasons where he threw oh, like no. 35 touchdowns. But uh, he was a 35 touchdown, 20 reception kind of guy. And when he's bad, he's like 25 touchdowns, 24 interceptions. And he, Pro Football Focus has graded him out in the like low 70s, I think, for five straight years. He, he's not been good for a while now. No, oh no. And he's probably going to make it into the Hall of he's Fame. He's probably going to make it into the Hall of Fame. You, you win two Super Bowls, you go to the Hall of Fame. I mean, that's just, yeah. unfortunately, that's the case. And two iconic... Plays Absolutely. in those Super yeah. Bowls, the yeah. pass to Manning. Philip Rivers, I think, is way better than Eli Manning. And oh, I and agree. He's and and his value, his his ratings have held. Roethlisberger, his ratings have held too. Eli Manning's fallen off a cliff. Philip Rivers' yeah. numbers are incredible, and I still cannot stand to watch his throwing motion. Whenever he throws the ball oh, yeah. any, at any moment, I it's it's. Oh. And again, nine just, kids, he's a great totally player, irresponsible, <laughs> just terrible for the planet. I just don't care for his bolo ties. <laughs> oh, bolo! You can't wear a bolo tie. You can't do it. No, you, you know can't. what movie I watched the Unless other night? Unless your I've name never is Tex, before. and you were on a ranch in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty in Pink was on the other night, and I'd never seen oh. it before. And there's a character named Ducky. And yeah, that's John Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and they go to the prom. He he shows up at the prom mm-hmm. and he's got that like I guess that's a bolo tie. Oh, it's yeah, a terrible look. Yep. Just yeah, not, terrible. Not <laughs> he had some interesting hair in that movie too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and an interesting I guess it was in the 80s, but Yeah. Well, I mean You could get away with some of that stuff in the 80s, but man, he was annoying as hell. <laughs> but anyways, the nine the nine running backs that could catch seventy to eighty passes: Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Kamara, Barkley, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, and Christian McCaffrey. Maybe, probably not Kareem Hunt, honestly. Um, maybe Jarek McKinnon, but McKinnon's been hurt, and I I, I want to see it before I believe it at that level. And after an injury, I don't know. But they don't have a whole lot of running back talent there unless you're a Breida mm-hmm. believer. Well, they just brought in Alfred Morris. He's, oh, uh, my God. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just brought in Alfred Morris. I mean, that, you know, Joe Williams didn't, didn't hit. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jeremy McNichols. He's been kind of a bust. And so we got Alfred Morris. So, so, so what do you think of guys? I see that ESPN has, has him ranked 11th. Alfred uh, Morris? No, Dalvin Cook. What do you think of him? Because I'm trying to look at some of the. I didn't. I'm looking at the running back list, and I didn't see him. I didn't hear you guys mention him. You, you think he's like eleventh? That sounds. Probably, that sounds about right. Okay. What do you think? I Patrick? think yeah. I, I same thing. I think he's a first rounder because of. I mean, it, again, and the uh, yeah, we, we've talked about this last year, but I'm, I'm I I hate snake drafts because. Yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other story. But the fact is, is like if you if you want if you want to get one of those running backs, then essentially you have to take him at that position because there's no way he's going to make it back around to you. So, yeah. um, are you, you know, an auction if, guy, Patrick? Only auction. I can't stand snake drafts. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't. I don't do anything yeah. but auctions anymore. I can't. I can't. Yeah, it drives me crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just my my question about him is. It'd be like less than a year ago that he didn't. Wasn't it last year he like tore was, Nicholas, yeah, I think it was week two or three, and it was three. No, no, three, I think right? he played. He played a few games and he was really good. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, great. But yeah. I mean, that seems like it, it. Maybe, maybe you know, it's 2018 and I haven't caught up medically. But it seems like it usually takes guys more than you know, 
less than a year to recover and get back to what they should be with, with an injury like that. It sounds uh, like they're, they're planning on him being the, the 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 lead back with you know only I, I, uh, Murray being you know just just hmm. a seventy thirty or or less is what I've been reading anyway. So I mean it seems like he's ready to go, but I I don't know. I I I get worried about people that you know even though that injury seems to be re- very recoverable very quickly now i i still i don't know i i'm a little, uh, I'm I'm almost, a little yeah to me it, well, just, it depends on who you're i mean who are you going to take instead of cook actually you know what this is a good point we should probably step back because yeah. i bet all of us i mean we know what jason's strategy is um but <laughs> pretty much this is another thing about you know are you going to take saquon barkley in the first round what it, how do you prefer to build your team some people go zero running back, and they're like, I'll wait till the sixth round. I'm going to get a stud tight end. I'm going to load up on receivers, and then I'll start fishing for uh, taking a chance on maybe like the next five rounds taking running backs. Some people mm-hmm. are traditionalists, like I'm grabbing two running backs in the first two rounds. I don't care what else happens, and then I'll figure out where the value is. So uh, Luke and then Patrick, do you have a preferred way to draft, or are you just whatever the value is, I'll, I'll see what shows up? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much value only for the most part. I mean, <clears throat> but what what that ends up happening is, you know, first round it's probably going to be a running back, 90 95% chance it'll be a running back and then second round it'll probably be a running back or receiver depending on who's who's left. I would guess more of the running backs would be left because people will start jumping on the receivers early, but you never know. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go that way. Um and uh uh, it's really just based on value for me. Um, so, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, quarterbacks getting the most points, but the, you know, the worst starting or the, you know, the the average starting quarterback still gets a lot of points. And so right. uh, there's a big drop off with running backs because you start getting those shared guy, uh, shared carries guys yeah, you don't pretty know. early. So, so running backs pretty heavy heavy on my list, and then do you have a strategy like it, uh, like after five rounds, I definitely want to have three running backs, or after four rounds, I want to have two running backs, or do you have I, anything like I, that? An orientation? I I, I probably that have a tier strategy. So if it, it starts getting to a point where there's like a big drop off between the next guy and the guy after in in a certain position, then that's when I'll take them. So especially with like something like quarterback. So you, you mentioned like. You know, there's a certain number of quarterbacks that you like. 23. If you start, okay, 23, that's a lot. Last year was probably a lot less than that. It was less. Maybe 14 or something like that, 12. And so once you get to, you know, get to around the 10th or 11th quarterback taken, you better take a quarterback if you haven't already. So things like that. And I'll say Um, in these leagues, from my experience, once you, you get a lot of runs on positions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, tight end's kind of the same thing. You'll get you'll get these right. big drop offs. Uh, big yeah. drop offs. Uh, yeah, so, a cliff yeah. after like the first what but, four or five. But it's really hard to get one of those top one or two tight ends. So unless you unless you reach pretty early. Yeah, if you don't yeah. take Gronk or Kelsey in the second round, you're not getting them. Just wait. And, yeah. and uh, I could. I mean, some people might even take Gronkowski in the first at the end of the first round this year. Yeah, we use, we typically have somebody who does that. In this, in the Carol, uh, Carol did. I think Claire tried to. There was one year where Carol, yeah, there was one year where Carol took like seven Patriots. Yeah, (laughs) Patrick, what kind of strategy do you approach? I mean, it's similar, but I I think that in a a snake draft, that 
I will I will start to if I, if I have a very late pick uh, and and the running backs that I am interested in are gone, then I'll shift to that trying to find a positional advantage strategy where I'll either take two really good wide receivers that are left or, you know, one of the the top wide receivers and a tight end and then just try to piece it together on running back because it at that point you know, I I I think it's about tr- trying to find an advantage where you know that you're going to outpoint somebody week to week. Um and so on on the early rounds, if I have one of the first six, eight, maybe even ten picks, I would probably just follow the normal strategy. But if if I have ten to ten to twelve or ten to fourteen, whatever um, league you're in, I think I might shift it up a little bit. Yeah, I so this is my strategy going into it. Unless you're in a ten team league, and and ten team leagues are for children. I mean, everybody has all pros all over the place. <laughs> just don't, just just, don't play them. Don't even bother playing. That's yeah. not. There's yeah. no point. You got to go at least. Yeah, you're playing 12. with the all Madden team. But you, uh, what we've learned is you don't really want to go over 14. Once you get to 16, then that just becomes ludicrous. <laughs> 16 was a little rough. Okay. And yeah. we did when, 18 when six, the one year. I mean, you just it's, <laughs> did we really? Yeah. Did we do eight? No, wow. no, 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 no. We did sixteen. We Are you sure eight. we didn't 16. do eighteen? The f- no, no, no. The we've only played. For, we've only. This is only the fourth year. That yeah, we we did a sixteen, okay, and then okay. we yeah we went yeah okay. We went. But sixteen was it was it was it was too much. That was, that crazy, was yeah. good. Yeah. So, what the hell was that? That's I what led about? to the current madness, though. We just decided to keep adding people. We just now shifted it to three. Right. Yeah. Four. We just make more yeah, leagues. It's in like week seven in a sixteen team league. I was looking at the waiver wire, and it was like you know player name <laughs> position. It was like. They hadn't even gotten his name put in, submitted into the system. It was yet. players who weren't even actually on teams. They were just free agents yeah. sitting on. Yeah. <laughs> What's his face? Uh, Percy Harvin, who had retired. Oh, twice. And he yeah, he came, my you're right. He came back because he was the only guy. He came I back could for get. like, two, yes, for two games, yeah. and then he re-retired. Yeah, I was like, well, it's either that or an empty slot. Right. So yeah. Like, you might as well put Percy Harvin. Okay, so the the way I always approach it is after my draft, I'm looking to have one hole that I'm going to try to fill. So, and normally that is a second running back. That at least that's often the case. Uh, so you're saying after the draft? After the draft. So yep. normally I wait on quarterback and then I grab two. So like Luke said last year, once you got to around 12, you, you wanted to take a quarterback. Well, last year, my strategy was wait to be the last person to take the first, their starter, and then be the first person to take the backup. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's basically what I did too. I think I got... Uh, uh, two quarterbacks and maybe even consecutive rounds. Um, so yeah, same same sort of thing. And you can I got, if, uh, Alex Smith. And what and round Cousins, are you thinking? Are you thinking like nine, ten, eight, nine, yeah. ten, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten, somewhere in there? Or or now even, this year, not waiting later than that. This year, I, I, I like. Think, I think it was around that, maybe eight, seven, eight. Last year, you had to do it a little bit earlier than you will this year. That's what I would say. Yeah. Unless uh, well, you, yeah, league, you a, might not. Well, unless they, you they, don't, they don't like twenty three quarterbacks. <laughs> well, yeah, a- Adam Benson might have two. That's true. That's a good Brady point. and Rogers on the same team. Yeah. What was it? It was Russell Wilson and some other top quarterback. He had like it's just. Anyways, that near here or there. So, I you, you, and, you're and not going to draft yeah, a, a perfect team in a twelve or fourteen team league. You're just not going to be able to do that. So this is where orientation. Uh, comes into play for me. So normally, like Luke said, normally in the first two rounds, what I like to do is have uh, a top running back and a top receiver that I know are are solid. I know they're going to get, you know, the receiver is going to get 150 targets. The running back is going to get hopefully 225 to 250 carries with the opportunity for double digit touchdowns. And it's going to be a three down back that's going to have a chance for 40 to 50 catches. 
if I have yep. that in place and I feel good about those two, normally, but again, like Luke said, if, if value falls to you, then you just take whatever falls into your lap. So as an example, let's say that Joe Mixon falls into the third round. I'm loving that. I'm taking him, even though normally I try to get a second receiver because we start three receivers. You don't want to be you know, locked out of receiver and starting Rashard Matthews as your third receiver, you know, later in yeah, the season. Percy Harvin. Yeah. Percy Harvin. Yeah. If you're starting him this Percy year, you're in Harvin. big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, That's a good point. Yeah. Even last year, you, there had to be somebody that was better than Percy Harvin. This was like two years okay. ago. What's, 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 so, yeah. what's Bailey's name? What's Bailey's actual name? The, the Jets receiver from, from last year? Chad Hansen? Chad Hansen, Bailey. You mean Bailey from One Tree Hill? Ever since Fuse named him Bailey, I just killed him. By the way, I am not advocating (laughs) taking Chad Hansen this year, and I am certainly not going to be making a bet with Patrick on um, JHI versus Melvin Gordon. That was a joke. Oh, that that gets to something. We are going to make our bet. We are going to make our bet. And you still have to pay off the bet from last year. Well, yeah, so that means that you get to, to make my selection for me. Okay, good. good and good. I will Just give you. Sure we're and, on the same page. And by the way, that really paid off for you in spades because the the pick ended up being Jay Ajay last year. That's 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 correct. <laughs> and I could not have been more wrong Picked about the that. For you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, so anyway, uh, again, like Luke said, value. If, if guys yes. are falling to you, then you have to be. If you want to win, you have to be flexible. The easiest or, way, or to start a draft, or to, well. <laughs> That's another good point. Um, But in the parking lot outside of your job. So the. Oh, sorry. I'll I'll be right back. I'm receiving a call. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go do your thing. So talk amongst yourselves. So running backs. Let's Luke. Let's talk running backs. So we talked about the big, basically the first rounders and guys we haven't mentioned like Leonard Fournette would be in that discussion. Um, Christian McCaffrey is going to catch a lot of passes, but he's, you know, CJ Anderson is probably going to get the carries. I, I just don't think they're going to give him more than 125 carries. I just don't think that they're going to give him the ball over and over. What, what Basically, what Patrick thought about Kamara is what McCaffrey is. He's 205 pounds. And you wouldn't think 10 pounds makes a difference, but he, I, think, and he, I think he's six he, feet, so he's not as compact he, either. When you watch the games, he just looks tiny. He's, yeah, he's small, but he's great in the slot. Um, you can, well, he, he, they shove him the ball. They do. They, they ply him with targets, and they drafted DJ Moore early. Um, they get Greg Olson back this year. C.J. Anderson is a much better running back at this point of his career than Jonathan Stewart was. Stewart was bad yeah. last year. But McCaffrey was bad between the tackles. I mean, he, the, inside the, the red zone, they're just not going to be giving him carries. He's not going to get short touchdowns um, unless they spread everybody out. And I, I just with that receiving core, even with drafting DJ Moore, I just don't think that... They're going to spread out Funchess, Moore, and who the hell's there? Torrey Smith? I just, I just don't see it. But he could catch 80 passes easily. That I could see. Um, Devontae Freeman, he's in a timeshare with Coleman. Jordan Howard. Tariq Cohen's going to catch a lot of passes. Joe Mixon is a guy I like a lot. Jarek McKinnon's already hurt, and he's unproven. LaShawn McCoy, presumably... It looks like he beat the hell out of his girlfriend and could be staring down a, a year-long suspension. Who knows what's going on mm-hmm. there? Alex Collins was a revelation last year, but he's a former fifth-round pick, and he's kind of pedestrian. I mean, he doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but he was effective, and he doesn't really have any competition. 
Can and you... they just got that line back. That line. Sorry, I just jumped. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, jumped yeah, yeah. On. But, but they they I'm just got too. two players on the row line back, and I think because I'm not enamored with him either. But he might still have a very good. And year. that that offense. I mean, Hayden Hurst is hurt. Is Max Williams their starting uh, tight end? Who who are the receivers? Perryman still sucks. He's always hurt. They got John Brown and Crabtree. They're decent, but they're they're integrating two new receivers. I I, I just I don't know. I, and I don't trust Joe Flacco. Yeah, I know he's having the greatest camp of his life. I don't know. I, so I, just, I got a, I got a Flacco stat for you. Oh, please. Oh, yeah, yes. So he's uh, not Flacco, elite. That's my Joe Flacco, Flacco stat. had more completions that went for zero or fewer yards <laughs> <laughs> than completions that went over twenty yards. I believe oh the stats my. back up my. Uh, Is that, my, that wait wait wait? So thoughts. he had more completions for less for less than no yards behind the line of scrimmage <laughs> for zero or than z- more than than, zero. than completions <laughs> over twenty. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. They had no wow. receivers last year. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so you know, with that PPR thing, uh, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you might you might get a bump with some of those Baltimore receivers. That, that are, <laughs> but they could be for negative yards, yards, but you're going to get like ten points from PPR. Ten PPR points, and he gained negative six too. yards. Yeah. I thought his thing was he was good at throwing. He the is. Ball. He's great at. The, he can throw the ball eighty yards. Uh, apparently not last year. Well, somebody has to catch. Somebody it. has yeah, to be they open. Had, they had a bunch of hurt receivers at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Their receiving crew was garbage last year. It was just terrible. I want to go back to something you said. Um, Hayden Hurst. That's a pl- name of a player in the league. Yeah, he's a rookie out of South Carolina. He's twenty five. Okay. He was a pitcher I'll, for the Pirates. Right. Uh, he's also a redhead, and huh? uh, and I, he just broke his foot. And he yeah, he just broke his foot. So that's. <laughs> Okay. I mean, he's a Raven. I just he's gonna get he's a Raven tight end. Sure he's gonna if, get hurt. Okay. I just wasn't sure if he was a new NFL player or a new cast member for One Tree Hill because that's <laughs> Hayden Hurst, Chad Henning, and Hayden Hurst. Yeah, he's competing with Hanson. Yeah. Hunter Henry yeah, Hanson. is already hurt, and he's out for the year probably for, uh, for the Chargers. You got Hunter Henry and Hayden Hurst. <laughs> uh. Right. Kenyon Drake, I don't trust him. Henry, Derrick Henry is splitting uh, the backfield with Deion Lewis. Mark Ingram is is uh, four game suspension. Lamar Miller, I mean, he hasn't been good for a few years, and he's tiny. Royce Freeman I'd take is Drake a rookie. Over all of those guys, Marshawn I, I, Lynch. I, I, I actually like Drake. I mean, I, I just running back falls off a cliff. The value yeah, to it's... me is Jamal Williams at running back thirty four right now in fantasy calculator. If you add up. Now, I know this because, and, and I showed Patrick this, I was in a 30-round um, t- uh, uh, fantasy league where you start 22 guys, and sacks are worth 12, so defensive linemen like are, are pushed way up the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I took, so I, I did these calculations because I wanted, I took, um, God help me, I took Ajay as my second running back. <laughs> I got David Johnson as my first running back. And then I'm looking to, okay, I need a third running back, but it's not as critical as a normal league. You have to have good defensive linemen. You want a, a linebacker that's going to get you 100 tackles because tackles are worth two. So it, it's not running back heavy like a lot of leagues are, but I'm looking for value at running back. And I went and calculated the, if I just had taken the Green Bay running back that had the most carries every week, that would have given me the running back 11 overall, 250 points in a PBR wow. league. And the first two weeks were Ty Montgomery. Then Jamal Williams took two weeks. Then Aaron Jones took four weeks. And then Jamal Williams the rest of the way. 
Not the one who scored the most points, but who had the most carries. Because there were weeks where somebody scored more points and didn't have more carries. So I tried to pick the starting mm-hmm. running back. So I ended up taking Jamal Williams and then Aaron Jones like eight rounds later or something like that. I took Jamal Williams in like the eighth round. Jamal Williams is going as running back 34. Aaron Jones, you can get cheaper because he has a two, two-game suspension and he had a hamstring injury. And right now, what's his ADP? Where the hell is he? He's probably in the 50s. that much farther down. He's off the I board. Would... <laughs> it looks like he might be off the board right now. Mm-hmm. He's pretty far down. That's crazy. That's no, lunacy. Really? No, I'm wrong. 43. There it is. I went too far okay, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 34 and 43. So if one of those guys gets I hurt, I, you have a top 12 running back, I think. I think during this discussion, Robert, this is our bet, if you're willing to take it. Uh-oh. I think I will take Drake over Williams unquestionably in terms of points. Total points for the season. See, and I would, even, I, would even, I would even give you a 10-point buffer on that. Oh. So here's the problem I have with that. The, the fossilized remains of Frank Gore is the only competition that Drake has right now. And Aaron <laughs> and Jones that's exactly why I would take Drake is though. a really good running back. In fact, I traded for Aaron Jones in the offseason um, in my Dynasty League. So my concern is if, if, Williams, if, if Williams was guaranteed to start the whole year, I would easily take that bet and I would beat you. But I don't think that that's probably the case. <laughs> But it is really brave of you to take the running back 18 over running back 34. Well, it was only because it was only because you said you would take Williams over Drake. Okay, I mean, that's the only just, reason. How about just, this bet? <laughs> you can have Drake and I get Williams and Jones combined. Oh. So wow. whoever had every week whichever back has more carries, not more points, but more carries, I get that point total. That's that's not carries. Why would I, why would I pick, why would I pick the carries? I don't care about the carries. I want the points. No, the point is that I take the basically who's considered the starter. Oh, you're saying whoever is starting for Green Bay, whoever gets the majority right. of yes. the carries for yes. that team. So I, got the, you. If, I, thought, I thought you were talking about no. like the total carries. <laughs> no. Okay. Try to um, okay. Um, I love the qualification on the previous bet of. Okay, if this everything goes my way, then I would crush you. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'm just well, actually. So that's what this new bet actually is, and I'll still take it. I'll take <laughs> right. that bet. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I'm. I, I think it's fair. You can't for Rob requalify. To take, I'm gonna. Well, no, no. The requalification is gonna work. I think he's doing the requalification is gonna work on your behalf. So I'm getting essentially two running backs. So if one of them goes out for the year, I'm gonna kill you. So what I would suggest. I'll is, take Drake either, over either one of those guys if, if the other one isn't playing either way. If so that's, Drake yeah. gets hurt and is out for the year, the bet stops on the game that he gets hurt so that you won't get penalized because I get two sure, guys. That's fair. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. There it is. I think we got it. Okay, there's our bet. But you're, you're, and and so just to, to clarify, you're saying whatever, whatever running back, once Jones is reinstated, whatever running back during that game gets more carries is the one that you ca- account for that week, no matter what the points end up being. Exactly. Okay, we got it. That's good. So, so right. Williams will be so, the first two weeks for sure. But obviously, yeah, the other there's the possibility yeah. that Ty Montgomery could somehow be, but he, he just got hurt again. Ty Montgomery can't hold up. Even though Luke, he's, what's your feeling on this? Didn't they all get hurt last year? Yeah, yeah pretty much. They're running backs. 
They did. Yeah. Running backs get hurt. I, I, I just think Drake is the best player of the three. I mean, of, of the entire group. I oh, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think, he's the, I think he's actually the worst player of the three. Oh. Well, then there this we go. Sounds like bet. Bet. This, this sounds like a bet. This sounds like good basis for a bet. Yep. So what is the bet going to be? The same as same. before? Yeah, yeah, it's no problem. I just keep, I'll just keep winning. It's, it's, You're yeah, not going to win this year. year. <laughs> okay, for the people who didn't listen because they weren't in this league last year or didn't care, um, what was the bet last year? The first we year, to- we bet Brandon Marshall versus Jordy Nelson straight up. Jordy Nelson was coming off right. a knee injury. Jordy Nelson got 250 points. Brandon Marshall got 60. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> that, that's not, what, that wasn't it, but it was the bet was over by it was week close nine. it was yes. it was a trouncing it was it yeah. was just it was embarrassing <laughs> so uh, what was what was the next year the next year was melvin gordon versus it was it was almost as bad melvin gordon versus jay Ajay straight up mm. Mm. yeah and then jay Ajay got traded in the middle of the year and then i knew that i was in real <laughs> serious trouble over. like i was gonna need I was going to need Gordon's knee to get shredded, and then I was going to have to hope to accumulate enough points to get to the end and somehow just oh, squeak by. Yeah. So the the winner of the bet gets to pick the person's first round draft. The person pick gets from okay. Yeah. So the loser yeah. has to pick five players that are on the board when the loser is on the clock, and whoever won the bet the previous year gets to choose the player out of those five that that person has to draft. Right, so they can't make you draft like Percy Harvin. No, 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 no. It has it, to be, you're going to get a decent player. Well, last Not year necessarily. I, I draft Jay Ajay. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> well, and, and let's see, a potentially decent player, someone who's projected to be at least yeah, yeah, somewhat yeah, yeah. decent. It's, it's, it's going to be in You're going range. to pick. Right. Yeah. 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 It's whatever you're gonna, the five that he chooses. Worst yeah. case scenario, you're going to get a second round player in the first round. Right. You're basically getting your fifth choice out of who's available when they come up. Not necessarily. I mean, Patrick might have a different interpretation. His board might be different than mine. But at worst, you're getting the fifth. At worst, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's very fair. And since it's the first round, it makes it funny. (laughs) It makes it funny. I only... What's the effect of, of, of... Drake on the fact that he he doesn't have Jay Cutler anymore. <laughs> well, that can only be good. That's going to be costly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm betting that it's going to help him. <laughs> did we? Did did you have any Jay Cutler stats? Oh yes, Luke. No, I don't have any real Jay Cutler stats. <laughs> fake, but fake, yes. fake are just as good. <laughs> but yes, yeah. they are. I, yes. You all right? Here's here's two uh, over unders <laughs> on Jay Cutler. Okay. All right. All right. Now number one. Uh, uh, a number of times, Jay Cutler may have actually been watching deer cams on the sideline instead of replays of defensive <laughs> coverages. What's the, what is the over-under? We'll, we'll set the over-under at 72. <laughs> I'm going to go under. I'm probably going to go under, but just barely. If you had well, given me... I, in this case, I got to go over, yeah. If you had given me four and a half, I probably would have gone over. <laughs> You've read? Have you read the recaps for the reality show that he was on? This I, I read year, this two summer. of them, I think, and I couldn't. I just couldn't keep going. It was just—he's unbelievable. I, could, I can't watch the show, but the recaps made me laugh at just how ridiculous, ludicrous his life. I'm pretty is. sure he he was watching deer cams at least occasionally. I was serious. I would have gone over four and a half. <laughs> but seventy-two is just too much. Okay, and what's okay? What's number two? Uh, okay, uh, number of televised looks of indifference in 2017. 
Oh, one thousand two hundred forty-seven. Yeah, that's, that's just okay. So my the greatest my number, one. The, the, the wait, greatest, my number was oh, okay, was one thousand ninety-two. <laughs> <laughs> so so it sounds like you're going over. You could say a million, and I'm going. You got to push all one. the money in on over. Yeah. The greatest single moment from last year may have been that that play when he stepped out wide. Yes, that and you know what? To be the decoy receiver was he, when he sold it. Oh yeah, yeah. The the wildcat look. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was not as bad as his introductory press conference. Yeah, Do you remember bad. that? Yes. I don't know. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Go, go to YouTube. Just okay. uh, do it right now. <laughs> yeah. He's being introduced to I'm the team, it. like to the media as like, you know, this big thing you think when you come in and you just signed, that would be your most exciting moment. You know, Hey, I'm here. I got, I'm full of energy. It looked like, you know, he had just went to a funeral. It was terrible. It, worse than a funeral. Like he yes. he clearly did not care. Oh, he no. was there for a ten million dollar check. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't even get si- excited about ten million dollars. That's how bad he didn't want to be there. I, you know what? I bet he debated it too. Oh. Do, do I watch? <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just tried to <laughs> just I'm just trying to watch right now. Sorry about that. Do I watch deer cams <laughs> or do I go play fourteen games and collect ten million dollars? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I for the life of me, I can't understand why they went and got him. Oh, that made no sense. I guess it was just Adam Gase wanted to have somebody familiar, but yeah, that was that was that was not good. I don't. Was I would have Adam Gase his quarterback coach or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Denver, is that what it was? Jay Cutler legitimately had talent. He had a great arm. Like he was a Brett Favre type, without yeah. any competitive spirit. Well, he's like a less interested Jeff George. Yes, <laughs> that is a hundred percent correct. That's that's that's, exact, that's that's so accurate. That is a hundred percent correct. You cannot. It's. I can see drafting that out of college. Once you get like to like last year, I, you can't you can't go and actively seek to sign that guy at that point. You just can't. You know what he's about at that point. Good lord. So you know you know he he might have had a great career as a lifetime backup. Yeah. Oh, he would have been really happy. <laughs> There's with no excuse. He should have been a starter into his late 30s. There's no yes. excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse. He just look. Some people don't love football. <laughs> They're good at it. They play. They make a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with that. But no. they they don't care. He he. Based based on the show re- recaps, I don't think he loves work. I don't think he yeah. loves <laughs> anything. He's trying to do yeah, as exactly. As I'm not even sure that he actually enjoys life. If you, like, he seems like the kind of person if you told him he was going to die in like five minutes, he would just like shrug his shoulders and then just kind of yeah. lay in his chair. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. He just doesn't care about. I anything. mean, when his wife <laughs> inevitably divorces him, and who knows which side would be better off there? I mean, I think it's probably equal. Like I just, yeah. you know, I I could just see him shrugging, like he just yeah, he yeah. just that's, does not care. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, there has to be something, you know, neurochemically wrong with him. Well, I mean, <laughs> on that show, <laughs> he got like four fish, and like three of them died. And when his wife asked him what was going on, he goes, well, "I guess somebody should probably feed them." He's one the one taking care of them, or not oh, taking care of them. God. Wait a minute, you're it's watching like, very Cavallari. Oh no, I'm reading the recaps. Oh, okay. Oh, there's no way I'm watching that. Oh my The recaps God. crack me up though. The person for the ring you know of what? If, is making if, me laugh. D- do they ever go on dates? I would watch that episode. Just to see them um, interact in a romantic, you know, pseudo romantic situation. I think maybe they had them like at a dinner or something. There was some like event they went to that I read a, that they read a, the recap mentioned. I'd love to see mainly, that kind of searing chemistry. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mainly, it's him sitting around in the kitchen while she's, you know, doing all this 400 other things with her whatever business it is that she's got. I don't even <laughs> and know. And then he does. goes and watches deer cams. I don't either. But, well, she's a reality TV star. That's her career. And she pretends it doesn't matter she what else she's business. Doing. Yeah. Anything else she's doing is obviously pr- production, you know, meeting. A sinkhole. Okay, what kind yeah, of business? Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I'd like to get back to players, though. Like, you know, giving advice um, on, on how to draft. Sure. So with running backs, there's like... Don't draft Jay There's Cutler. like 15 that I really like, and then there's a drop. And there's going to be a point in the draft, like Luke says, where there are tiers, where I'm just going to be hitting running back or, or, or wide receiver for a while. Because once you get down to Jarek McKinnon, and he's, he's going off the board as running back 15. I, I, I just, yeah. LaShawn McCoy, who knows with LaShawn McCoy. I mean, McCoy could be suspended for, he could, I mean, who knows how he long. could be yeah, in I mean, jail. Like, you can't draft him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. a point in the draft. Like, if he's there in the sixth round and, you know, it doesn't, it's not too distasteful to draft somebody that, that had his girlfriend the hell beat out of her, then, you know, at some point he's going to be of value because yeah, everybody else is there. But- it's the combination of, of, of the potential suspension and the team, though. The team might be unbelievably awful. Oh. Like, it just pushes him further and further, further down. Like, I, I don't see any reason to even bother. Well, if, if, but no. if somebody's going to get... the fact that he's a very good player. If I mean, somebody's going to get 280 carries and maybe catch 40 balls, I mean, they're just... There's not that many guys that are like that, so he, he's going to be worth it. And the worst team scores touchdowns, and they've got a decent defense. He could, they, you know, there could be some short fields. They're certainly not going to want Josh Allen to throw the ball into the end zone. So Luke, where is he? No. Where is he ranked on your rankings? He's for me. He's off. No, my I board, was asking Luke. But, oh, Luke. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn <laughs> McCoy. McCoy. Sorry. Oh, uh, well, he's uh, he. It, this doesn't have him fa- have fa- factored in the uh, the the incident. So right. He's he's in the wrong spot. Okay. But even 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 where is he even in that case? Yeah. I mean, even like, if he plays sixteen, say nothing goes wrong. Like where 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 is he ranked? Sixteenth. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's what the yeah, ADP yeah. is on him right now. Right okay. before ESPN Alex has Collins. Him at Alex Collins, I don't know. He's just he's a pedestrian player to me. Kenyon Drake is not a three down back. Derrick Henry's play. So that's that is the drop right there. You're gonna take LaShawn McCoy because after that you're not gonna get somebody as good as LaShawn McCoy. Now, Jay Ajay is twentieth, and he runs behind one of the best lines in the league, and that's a team that should be winning late in games most of the time. And he is a good power back. I, why he doesn't hasn't gotten the carries inside the five up till now, I don't know. If he is a primary three down back and they give him 250 carries, he could jump into the top 12. But beyond him, there's a lot of uncertainty. Mark Ingram, hmm. if you're willing to take on those that four game suspension, you could get a low end running back one. Other than that, you got a bunch of guys that I. Just you throw them all in a hat. I mean, they're just you can wait. Peyton, even Peyton Barber, he's running back forty-two. He's the starter. He's the starter in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a good offense. They don't have a great offensive line, but they have two tight ends that can catch the ball. They have three wide receivers. They're going to be spreading people out all over the place. Jameis Winston, I still think, is a decent quarterback. Ronald Jones can't catch and he can't pass protect. <laughs> That's, that's, and he hasn't had a good a camp. Combo. Peyton Barber could get 250 carries and catch 45 passes. And he's running back 42. I mean, that's ridiculous. 
Anyway, so <laughs> if I don't get if I don't get two of the top fifteen running backs, then I'm punting. I'm just I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna try to grab some yeah. guys that are down that at the bottom of those tiers. And like I said, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones. I, I like I like that combination. Patrick, running back. Uh, I, again, I mean, I, I I'm gonna aim for one of the top ten. It, you know, if I if I get any one of those, though, I'll be I'll be happy. And then after that, I honestly like you. It, it's pretty much in line with what you're saying. I don't really care after that because I think there's just so many things that will kind of play themselves out in the first couple of weeks, and especially in the leagues that we're playing in. I mean, but you do like Drake, though. I'm, I'm get yeah. from what you're I do saying, like Drake. I, I actually do. I would, t- I would. I, well, it's not that I would take Drake as a number one, but I would be very happy with him as a number two. And 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 if it got to the point where I was doing, you know, like I said earlier, the late round situation where I had receiver, receiver. If he came back around to me, I'd be perfectly happy with him as as your running back a, one, uh, as as running back one, because I actually, un- unlike what you were saying, I actually do think he's going to be a three down back because I just don't expect Gore to to do anything. And and uh, I I. I think that I, what I'm a little bit worried about is, is that, it, you know, all the way back to college, he hasn't really been a number one player. And so now that he's actually in that situation, we'll see how he holds up. Well, here's but the I, thing, too, I, though. I, I had him on my team last year in multiple leagues and actually really liked the way that he played. He is he is the guy that you thought Kamara was, though. He's six one two ten, and he's got, you know, slender hips. He's wiry. He's tall. He's not a guy that I, I don't think he's going to be a three down back. He he's not great at pass protection, but he's better than he was. Um, he's so who are they going to put on the field on third down though? Is the question. But they're not going to give. I don't think they're going to give him two hundred fifty carries because he can't, he won't withstand. They can't win if he gets hurt. I mean, look look at the receiving court. Devontae Parker apparently still sucks. They got Kenny Stills, who I like. <laughs> Leonte Carew has never done anything. Um, Isaiah Ford. I mean, who's their other running? Who's their other receiver? Leonte Carew is actually, I have to be honest, I've never actually heard that name. I think he went to Rutgers. <laughs> he, he was like one of those fourth or fifth round guys that they drafted, and, and he was in fashion first couple of years. Um, Gasicki, Gasicki's overrated. He's not going to be on the field that much. He can't block at all. Go back and look at his tape in Penn State. He is a horrible blocker. Um, what are they going to do? Their, their defense isn't tremendous. They're going to be losing. I think Kenny Stills could get 130, 140 targets. Kenny Stills is a sleeper. I had, uh, Morrissey draft him, I think in the eighth round tonight. I think it was the seven, eight turn. Maybe it was the nine, 10 turn. Kenny Stills is, if you don't get uh, receivers that you like, and we're going to jump over to that position here, um, Kenny Stills is a guy I like a lot in Miami. So, so I drafted Kenny Stills last year, and uh, I ended up dropping him because Jay Cutler was quarterback. Understandable. But as, yeah. <laughs> but as soon as uh, Tannehill took over, Stills started doing really well. So that's probably not a bad... Stills is a good player. He had he had over sixty catches, I think, his second year when he was with the Saints. Um, I think he finished in the top twenty-five wide receivers last year. Yeah, actually, even though it's yeah, I, I think I mean yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. And one hundred and fifty targets with Jarvis Landry left town. Who who's going to get the ball? And Tannehill is way better than Wilson, Cutler. I guess. I mean, that's the other. Argument. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So and and I know that that's sort that's sort of your Drake argument and it. You know, if Drake catches 70 passes, that's the way they could get him the ball. I just can't see him getting 250. The combination of the, 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 the thing carries. that I like about Drake is both that I actually like the player and I like the situation. That's why I think he's going to do okay. I'm What I'm worried about is him never having been in this situation previously, even back to college. But that's I, true, I mean, yeah. Having the, the, last, the, last, the last six games that he played last year, he played very well. And, I, and I, that's why I'm, I'm 
throw that pick. It could He had throw. never. I, this is could a, end up biting me, but that's what this is a statistic that I found unbelievable. But he hasn't had 110 carries in a season going back to high school. What? <laughs> I didn't realize it was that low. But <laughs> he, yeah, be, but yeah, well, because when he was with Alabama, they had uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, and he was the he primary was, he was back, always, so he, he was wasn't always, he, he was wasn't a primary back, back the entire time he was at Alabama, and mm-hmm. then the first few years Jay Ajayi, and they had uh, Arian Foster the one year, and last year yeah, was, I picked him up last year after Ajayi got traded, and he, and he and he actually ended up doing very well for me in the league. That he did, he he played. did surprisingly well. Um, where, so he right now his ADP is running back eighteen. It sounds like you have him more up in the thirteen fourteen range. I would take him. I would t- actually take him right after the, the Gordon Hunt range. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm that pro, and and and, and that that could end up being a terror. Like I. So you have top. I, so basically, you have him tenth. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is on my board, but prior to that, yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Well, no, I would say twelve, thirteen, because let me think about who's above. Well, Hunt that. and Gordon are top ten picks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, no. I would, I would, I would definitely take either one of those. I've, I mean, I've had Gordon on my, on my teams for the last few years. I love him, actually, and I think he's a very good player. So, and, Cook, McCaffrey, Devontae Freeman, Jordan Howard? I would, def- I would take him over Howard. Okay. Joe Mixon? Because Howard doesn't catch passes. So, you, basically, you have him maybe 12th or 13th. That's something, something in that range, All right. Those, actually, are, yeah. those are stakes in the ground. Uh, it's, 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 it's a bold and potentially horrible bet. <laughs> But but we've made the bet, so I'm sticking to it. Good. It's about time you lost one of these things. No. Okay. Um, no, now Rob's happen. regretting that he can't take Howard against you. No, no, I'm not. That's a good. I'm I'm fading Howard. So Luke, I'm not sure if you already said this, but where did Drake? Where was Drake in your in the rankings that you had? I got him at 16. I 16, think he said he his ADP that, yeah, was 18, so a little bit. higher. Yeah, so he's a little bit higher on him. Okay. And that was after the adjustment that you made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, let's get to a receiver, because I think we just talked about running backs for an hour. <laughs> Potentially longer, yeah. Maybe maybe longer. And Jay Cutler. But it, it was worth it. Anytime you can get Jay Cutler into the discussion, we might be able to Absolutely. cram him in here a little bit, too. Well, I mean, he was a wide receiver, at least in that one he play. Was, he was. I, I did. I did love that play. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to give that play <laughs> short shrift. It was just, the, the to me, the press conference was the highlight. Like, and and yes. they missed him. I mean, he was wide open. He was there. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he was. He was wide open. <laughs> it was uncovered. Well, if Joe Flacco would have been quarterback, he would have thrown it to him because it would have been less than zero yards. <laughs> 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 That's right. It probably That's would have right. hit him in the head. I don't know that he actually looked over. <laughs> yeah. I think he, just oh, he lift, did I not. think he just lifted up his shirt and looked at his stomach. Maybe Flacco has some something in his contract for completion percentage or something. Uh, Luke, do you have any <laughs> uh, statistics or rules that you wanted to throw out here? Rules? I don't know if I got any rules. I'm interested to see Factoids, what you have on maybe? wide receivers because I don't I don't have much on wide receivers. I, don't I just I in got, general I factoids. Got, I got Cam Newton. I got the Jaguars. The Jaguars D. You got anything on mascots? Mascot. Oh, oh uh, I got. Uh, We're big fans of mascots. Okay, so I got I got names of mascots from NFL teams that don't don't exist anymore. Nice. The mascots don't <coughs> exist, or the teams don't exist. The well, the names and the mascots don't okay. exist. Okay, I thought you meant like the, the Canton Bulldogs or something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let's see. Uh, there was one called the All Americans. Hmm. That's a mascot. 
Yeah, for, that was the name of an NFL mascot. For, is it a, for is who? It a, is, is it, a, is it a, a team that still exists? That Was that like their prior mascot? or is it just You like mean nickname or mascot? Uh, the mascot. Well, the, for who? Like the Bears? Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, like the Bears. No, no, no. The All-Americas. Is that like a mascot, like somebody in a costume? Or is that the last, <laughs> no, the, the nickname no, of a that's, team? That's the team name. That's the team. Like the Detroit All-Americas. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's not a mascot. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be. A mascot is a is, is a tiger, uh, like some oh, sophomore no. that is in a tiger suit and waving his tail around. It's the same. Shout thing. out to Jamie Julian. All right. All right. Fine. Team names. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. What? <laughs> That's the the Missouri Tiger. Oh, swinging okay. the, swinging the the tail around is like uh, something that the Missouri Tiger mascot always does. Oh, it's like a fan, you know, whip him into a frenzy kind yeah, of. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It doesn't make yeah, any sense okay. to me. They yeah. started off one and five. We stopped watching them. NFL so, teams? Do, do they? NFL <laughs> teams don't have those those guys, do they? No, uh, no. But I thought they used to. I thought that's what you were going to talk about. Does like anybody uh, have? Does uh, anybody uh, actually have a current NFL mascot? Nobody does, do they? I don't think so. Mm, there there are people i think there's like a a guy with uh well first of all the vikings there's that one guy vikings but he's, have the, yeah he's yeah, not a yeah. oh yeah the viking guy. he wanted like yeah. three million dollars to play <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> they, that. they got rid of him. salary and they said take a hike we can put anybody in a helmet and throw him out there True. that's a good point yeah no i don't i'd like I don't to take this opportunity to does. shout out to my favorite new college football team for this year uh the michigan tech huskies any particular reason well, their quarterback's name is Steel Fortress. Oh yeah, <laughs> so I got to go with them. I, you know, wait, what? I'm on their. I'm. I uh, yes. Yeah. The guy's I'm name is getting, Steel Fortress. His name is Steel Fortress. Huskies. Yes, I bought a T-shirt. It should be here tomorrow. Oh my god, <laughs> that that could be the best name I've ever heard. Oh yeah. Well, um, what's the guy? There's another one that I got this from uh, Babish, and there's another one, um, General Booty. No, the guy's come on. actual given name come according on. to the news story. He was a quarterback for some team. I think it was like a junior college, but General Booty. That's still not was better than Steel Fortress. Steel oh no, Fortress I'm still I'm, I'm Steel is, Fortress all the way. But does any people actually wait? This has had to be a made up name from the front. Of, I mean, like, does anybody actually have the last name Fortress? That's a made up. That they had to have changed. So, they, actually, he's right. They sound like hippies. Like Possibly. they dropped a ton of acid. This it's is their still, youngest kid, and they're just like well, it you could know. be. It could it could be it could be Fortress like Fournette. It could be. We're, I'm putting, we're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Fortress. You know what? We're doing this wrong. We need to be looking yeah. this guy up on Wikipedia. That's a good point. And Luke, I'm actually, I, I do want to know, who were the All-Americas? Who was the, what city was that? Yeah, I can't, I'm Googling it now. I can't find it. Toronto. There were the Dayton Triangles. Oh, I do Dayton remember that. Triangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dayton Triangles. This is back when, like, when teams didn't play the same <laughs> amount of games, though. Okay. It's back when the triangle was a new thing. <laughs> It was a new discovery. The, the Decatur Staley's, I think they became the Bears. Really? Yeah, I think so. Radio silence. This is not. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're not all it. supposed to Google at the same time. <laughs> I'm not Googling anything. I do no research, even when we're supposed to be okay. Googling stuff. Okay, I got, I got some names of uh, uh, college football players. Sure. Uh, quarterback Chad President. Oh, nice. Uh, Wide receiver Charleston Rambo. That's a good one. I mean, it's not Steel Fortress, but it's good. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Some of these I think were from last year. Um, uh, offensive line, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. That's- <laughs> I haven't even heard it and I'm laughing. Kobe Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo me. <meat. laughs> No, no, that's not. No, true. that cannot be real. <laughs> that is not true. What? What? Yeah. What? 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 How deep in the web are we? Yeah, it's come on, defined, man. To yeah. find Kobe Buffalo, <laughs> the dark did web. Did you just do like a Reddit deep dive and you're just taking people's word for it? <laughs> it's it's possible. Speaking uh, of that, defensive that, lineman named D Liner. No. <laughs> no. Kobe Buffalo meat. That just doesn't. Have you guys and seen? It's just, the... And it's two different meats. Okay, yeah. so Kobe. so I I found Buffalo. his bio on the college football web, website for their team, D liner. Yeah. Oh wow, he's a defensive okay. lineman. No, he he plays for Arkansas State. No, D liner is, like is a D lineman. It's D E E L I N E R. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's that was well named by Mama. Yeah, I you can't prescient. There's a guy on Harvard named Stoneheart. Okay. All right. There's a, a, a linebacker for Army named Beowulf. <laughs> Single name? Beowulf? No, no. Baal. B A Y L E. Beowulf. Yes. Yeah. Are we going to timestamp this so people can actually <laughs> listen for advice? Yes, okay. we can. Yeah. We can do there's, that. A, <clears throat> there's a defensive back named uh, Hassan Defense. <laughs> here's here's my advice For don't, na- don't name your child Beowulf. that's my advice Beowulf. <laughs> my god i think steel was spelled s-t-e-e-l-e yeah 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 that's the way you'd want so, to do yeah, it i mean yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. add the e yeah yeah that's my team this year though that's what i'm rooting yeah, michigan for. tech the Texters. They may only play like seven games because I don't even know what league they play in, but I'm rooting for them. Yeah, probably NAIA. Yeah, go Huskies. Uh, so wide receiver. I, what what uh, is our wide receiver strategy here? Who do we like? Um, who what what are here? Let's go with this. Who are we fading? Who who do we think are uh, undervalued? Luke, go first. Then Patrick. I'll, I'll go last because I got to look. Okay, Patrick, go first. Who do you think is underrated? I'm trying to think of, of who I would be dropping. Um, hmm. That's a fair. actually, Dez you know what? I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm, a, I'm down on Julio, and I oh. think that this is not to say that I don't think he's. Is it because you know, of Ridley? Still, it's just not only because of Ridley. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit wondering not only the scoring that's you know kind of been the trend for the last few years although like you pointed out earlier i didn't realize that he'd scored that many touchdowns in his first couple of seasons but secondly yeah ridley's a piece of it and then i also just wonder if if he is is becoming disinterested disinterested in that team i i I don't know it just doesn't seem to be i don't know that and that's a very stupid thing to 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 base anything on i agree the, the 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 last couple of years, I almost wonder whether or not he's just going to come in and not be the same player that that he has been in previous years. And I don't, you know, he he's had a little bit of injury trouble, not much, not anything to be overly concerned about. But he gets these little nicks year in and year out, and I don't know. There's just something. There's something about him. I I would not take him. I might. I'm trying to think who I would take over him. 
And that's a tough one. I, in this, in this, in a year like this, I might actually take AJ Green over him, which is not that big of a reach. But yeah, it's not. You know, Julio's Julio's going to get m- more receptions, and and I, I think I would take Julio. Uh, may, I might even take Tyreek Hill over him, which is probably a, a more of a uh, a reach than most people would would uh, would do, especially in PPR, because he's you know Hill's not going to catch that many balls. But I. I don't. Yeah, that's 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 who I would drop in my rankings, and I, I again don't have obviously don't have a good reason why. <laughs> well, you've got this story that you're telling yourself that he doesn't like football anymore. I, I I feel that way a little bit, and I don't know why. Julio has had over 1,400 yards for four straight seasons. Um, I think up until that last year, pretty good. I want to say up until last year, he had averaged over 100 yards or 100 yards. In every, for every game that he had played. I think I heard a stat actually earlier this year. If he gets 1,400 again this year, he'll be the first receiver ever to do it. That 14-5 wow. straight. That sounds right. Um, which I would believe. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm willing to bet that he has a subpar season. Let's see. For him. For him. I mean, I still think he's going to, you know, he's a great player. Receiving yards I, I per would... game. Number one all time, Julio Jones, 95.3. Now it's a it's a passing league now, so all these guys are that are near the top. Do you have are... his stats from last year, game to game, though? Because you know that, like you pointed out earlier, that 250 yard game with two touchdowns—that's a large portion of his points for the season. Not it's a not large portion league. of his points because he only scored three touchdowns. Um, let's see. And that's also what I'm concerned. Right, about. right, right. One, two, three. Right. So he had four games in which he had 100 or more yards. But he also had 99 one game, 91 one game, 98 one game. Um, let's see, 80, 54, 24, 71, 57, 74, 72, I think 30, you can get 66. that out of a lot of receivers. I think you can get that. That's, but that's my point. I, 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 think, I think you can get that out of a lot of different players, especially if he's not going to score touchdowns. I think you, you could go other directions with that high a pick. So you think you can get 70 yards per game out of a lot of receivers, like something like that? 70 yards or more touchdowns. Yeah, things that are going to get that are going to get you points or more in this case. Well, probably not more receptions because he's, you know, he's going to catch a lot of balls, but I I I think yeah, I think you could get those from you could probably get that 10 spots later. Uh 8 to 10. Yeah, but if okay, so if you're in a draft, it has to be at least 12 probably. Right, right. That's 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 true. But that's like in in that particular case, like say for example, and I don't know how this would play out. I'm trying to think of how it would occur. But, you know, we were getting back to the late running backs earlier versus Julio. Like, if I had the opportunity to... I'm trying to think of who would be there in that position. If it was Gordon or Hunt or Julio, could be there. Maybe not. You'd probably be taking the running backs either way. But somebody even a little bit after that, which might be Drake. But I don't know that I would take Drake over by any means. But McCaff- What about McCaffrey? In PPR, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I might, I might do well, that, because, especially yeah. if I was in a position where I needed the running back versus, you know, being able to, and, and I was concerned that, you know, or not concerned, if I was, you know, feeling comfortable that I could get two pretty good receivers later, I think I would do McCaffrey over, over Julio. All right, who are you fading, Luke? So I don't have draft position in front of me, so I can't tell you who, uh, uh, who would go earlier than, than other people. I have it here um, I if would, you need a name, Luke. I would say, I would say that Julio Jones is a tier. Uh, after Julio Jones, there's a drop-off right there. Um, 
All right, I just <coughs> here's an example for ADP actually, Luke, because okay. these two yeah. are, are close Oops. to each other. This is um, Michael. Th- well, actually, even better one I think is is Julio Jones versus Devonte Adams. Like I would take Devonte ten out of ten there. Okay, yeah. So I uh, I would say that uh, Julio Jones is in is in the tier with Beckham and Hopkins, mm-hmm. with Devonte Adams in the next tier below that with Keenan Allen, Mike, Michael Thomas, AJ Green, kind of in that same spot. Of re- so I, I would I would not take Adams over Jones for sure. Yeah, I don't think I could um, do in that. In fact, I, in fact, I think I think if you can get one of those, um, one of those take- guys in the second round, Hopkins, Beckham, Jones, I would I would strongly consider that. I don't think it's a lot over any of the, over right? over your second running back. Over your second running back. Hmm. I think I would take either one. I, I, I would take De- Thomas or Adams over Julio this year. That, and that's, again, that's just my, you know. Yeah, so that, uh, Julio that Jones might get a little bit of a bump, bump, especially if they keep not throwing him touchdowns with the PPR. Oh, yeah, he'll definitely get bumped. He, he gets hurt in um, non-PPR, yes. even with all those yards. I, I could see, honestly, I think I could see uh, an argument if you made it to me, I could believe that Thomas or Adams could end up with the most points at receiver. That seems plausible. Um, right now in New Orleans, I mean, you've got Kamara competing for targets. You've got Ben Watts. Ben Watson's 38 years old. He's their, their starting tight end. You've got Cam Meredith in the slot coming off of an Achilles injury. And then you've got, uh, what's his name on the other side? Taewon, what's his name? Uh, I forget. His oh, Traquan um, Smith. Traquan Smith. Yeah. He's a third-round rookie. I, I could see Thomas getting 150 targets, and I don't think that Breeze only had 23 touchdowns last year. They ran. I think they had they had 20 some rushing touchdowns between Kamara and Ingram. I think he's going to be passing more this year. I think that that was just. Uh, I think you can expect positive regression in that situation, and I could easily see Thomas being the beneficiary. And then in Green Bay, I mean, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. His number one receiver has a chance to be the overall number one receiver. He just does. And that's why I would take Adams over, over Julio yeah. almost 100% of the time because I don't have a whole lot of faith in, in – we've already shown this, <laughs> what I said earlier, but I don't, I'm, not, I'm not favoring the Green Bay running backs over, over – um, I, I think Adams is just going to get hammered. And uh, especially in the red zone, I think they're just going to throw him the ball. But Adams has concussion issues too. If he had so 10, you know, it, it could be. And Julio Jones. Well, I mean, if yeah, but you can throw injury in it anywhere. Though. Julio I mean, yeah. Jones, I think, with Pro Football Focus, he over the last five years, almost every single season, he has had the most yards per route run of everybody. He he is the most dangerous weapon, I think, at wide receiver. You have to game plan for him. You do not have to do that with Devontae Adams. Now, the situation is a lot better. and The quarterback's that much better, though. And the quarterback is a lot better, but for some reason, it is inexplicable to me why Julio Jones would not be a red zone target. He's uncoverable. And yet, they consistently have not thrown him 50-50 balls. Not in a way that A.J. Green gets. I, I don't get it. If there's an ongoing pattern of the same issue, then that's why I would pick another player. Yeah, but we do have a different offensive coordinator. Now, that could have been a Shanahan thing. Um, Sarkeesian took over last year. It's possible he'll look at it and say, okay, we got to get Jones the ball. I mean, Austin Hooper, yeah, he was a sleeper candidate at tight end last year, but he's not that great. I, I, here's the thing. You need to be able to isolate Julio. 
if he's double covered, obviously you're going to go to Ridley or Devontae Freeman or to Mohamed Sanu. I mean, if they're on single coverage, it's just a better matchup. Your your job is to make sure that your best weapons are in positions to just physically dominate the other guy. And if if they can do that in New York with Beckham, I don't understand why they can't do it with with Jones. I just I just don't get it. He is a complete physical mismatch for anybody in the league. Where do you get? Where do you guys come in on this, Luke and Jason? Where do, where, you, what, what's your choice? <clears throat> From a from a skill level, I think there's a there's a huge difference between Jones, Beckham, Hopkins, and Brown, and any other receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I see that. If, I, I mean, would throw Green like in there you said, too. There's the, there's the situation different. Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, Green. Yeah, Green's another one. Yeah, the, the situation's obviously different, but I I don't know. I I I'd still go with Jones. From a gut feeling, I would say he plays for Atlanta. And so I'm going with the other guy. <laughs> Twenty-eight to three, man. That I, I don't think you get rid of. I, it's just I think he needs to be on a different team. Oh, he might be if they don't I would pay pick him. him. Yeah, really. Hey guys, sorry again, but uh, there for the second time, there's somebody yelling outside of my house. I'll be right back. Oh my god, <laughs> sure. Sacramento is a crazy town. Yes. So, so Rob, what do you think of the Cleveland receivers? So this is my weakness. It's been my weakness since 2012. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> this is partially why. And I can't, yes. I cannot. <laughs> I was talking to a guy who's a Browns fan. Um, I used to work with him uh-huh. uh, at, in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, really nice guy. And he's in my dynasty league now. There was an opening and, and he really wanted to get in. We used to talk all the time about Browns and, and my dynasty team. And he's just like, I want to get in there. Just get me in there. So he's in the league now. And I'm inquiring about Trey Burton. He's got Trey Burton on a one-year contract for $1. He can extend him for two years, and he's not sure he's going to do it. So I know that he is fading Burton to a certain degree. And I have Burton around tight end 12 this year. But Shaheen already has an injury. And Burton is a huge mismatch. And I think the Bears offense is going to take a big leap, just like a lot of people. And it seems like Burton and Tariq Cohen are going to be the biggest beneficiaries in that offense right now. So I'm looking to siphon him. And I say, are you interested in Josh Doxson? No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And part of this is to make salaries match up because I'm right up against the salary cap. So mm-hmm. and I have Josh Doxson uh, five years at $29. And I have another receiver that I extended for two years. Uh, and he's $29 for three years. That receiver's name is Josh Gordon. Yes. <laughs> now, when Josh Gordon was selected in the uh, supplementary, uh, supplemental draft in July of 2012 for Cleveland, they took him in the second round. Josh Gordon was an amazing talent. He had to leave Baylor. He went to Utah. He never played at Utah. But he was just a physical freak. And the way that you know Josh Gordon was a physical freak is that he was drafted in the second round, which means that Cleveland had to give up their second round pick in the real draft the next year so they could get this guy. He obviously, guys that are available in the supplemental draft are there for a reason. Either they committed a crime or they're going to fail out of school or there's a possible drug offense or they're a bad teammate. There is a reason guys are in the supplemental draft. Yeah, there's something off the field going on. So, but he was a second round pick and he led the league in receiving yardage one year with 1,700 yards in 14 games while he was an alcoholic. Yeah. That's how talented this guy is. And I cannot quit him. 
<laughs> I just drafted him in my auction draft, and it was the worst. I, I was so mad at myself after I made the pick because it was money that I it's... needed for a couple other players that I wanted, and I just I did, uh, I did it anyway. I just nothing like it. the immediate regret. Oh, I was like, <laughs> that's I, I like the second I you know that that it said sold. I just put ug yep. in the. I just oh, I was just oh god. Yeah. So he, but I, the same thing. I mean, like the guy. I mean, if he plays the entire season. And he is, you know, even three quarters the player that he was. He came back. In, what was it? Twenty fifteen. I year. mean, he's, he'll he'll win you the league. He he came yeah. back last year, and he was going up against uh against the Chargers against Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And Josh Gordon did whatever he wanted against him, and he hadn't practiced. He had no training camp. It, it, it was almost. It was ninety yards in the first game. It, right? it was, Eighty to ninety it, yards. It, yeah, he like is that. unbelievably ridiculous. Here's the test yes. exchange I had with my friend Jeff. Uh, are you interested in Josh Doxson? No. How about Gordon? Sorry, buddy. No chance on that. I've been holding on to that bastard for years. I'm going to see this one all the way to the end, and that end will probably be another suspension. I honestly think he could be a top five wide receiver. I may be delusional. Hell, I probably am. But he had 1,700 yards as an alcoholic one year. What could he accomplish with his head on straight? Josh Gordon is that girl that you keep getting back with, even though you know it's not going to end well. But you can't help it. She's so seductive, and you keep falling for it. <laughs> That is yep. Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy right there. It's very good. So where now, do I have him? I have him as my wide receiver eight. Eight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No, 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 I was no. Say. I was, you you wow, can't wow. you can't take Josh Gordon that high. But oh no, once you get down into the Golden Tate Brandon Cooks range, I'm taking Josh Gordon. Oh, I would definitely take him well above that i think um i'm gonna take demarius thomas over him i'm gonna take fitzgerald over him i would take him over both of those i'm gonna take amari cooper over him i already did i'm an idiot never mind (laughs) you know what doug baldwin is interesting because he's gonna have he's gonna have knee problems the whole year i might take him ahead of baldwin the only thing that would keep me on Baldwin is that defense is a lot worse. They're going to have to pass. They have a tear. I mean, their running backs are not good. Their offensive line is awful. Russell Wilson is going to have to scramble for his life and throw the ball over and over and over again. Tyler Lockett is another guy that you should be looking at. You know, in the I don't know where his his uh, where is Tyler Lockett right now. Oh, he's down in the sixties. He's 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 way down. He should be right. Or, you know what? He should be right around wide receiver thirty and maybe even higher. He is. Uh, 66. That's ridiculous. That there's there's some value right there. Kenny Stills and Tyler Lockett. Overall. The re the only reason he's that low, I think, is because he gets hurt all the time, and he's a pretty narrow guy. Um, but yeah, Stills is way undervalued, and Tyler Lockett is absurdly undervalued. Where would you, Luke and Jason? Where where I, maybe I missed this, and I'm sorry if I did. Where where is is Gordon on the board for you guys? Like, um. I'm going to have a hard time. Would you just steer him. clear completely? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And just, you know, I just let it's it probably let whatever happens. <laughs> what happens about what about of... for your third receiver? Would you feel comfortable if he was your third receiver? Probably, but still, it's a situation of I'm going to not draft him and just, you know, I'm not going to worry if he, you know, kills the rest of the league on somebody else's team. That wouldn't bother me. What would bother me a lot more is if I drafted him and he sunk my season because I'm an idiot. Right, he fails a drug test in week two. Yeah, and he's out for the season, and I've wasted a pick on a position that I really need and cannot fill it. That's I would feel worse about that than him doing really well on somebody else's team. So, 
the guys that he is going right before, I, I'm okay with missing out on, though. Marvin Jones, you know, Kenny Galladay is going to be a thing in Detroit. And he's, he's you know, Tate, Jones, and Galladay. You know, I just don't think Jones is going to have 80 catches this year. Corey Davis, he's wide receiver 25. Okay, he should be the wide receiver one in Tennessee. But Mariota looks bad. And he has done it. Yes. Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan is wide receiver 26 only because Edelman is suspended for four games. Edelman is oh, yeah. wide receiver 30. I'd take him over Chris Hogan easily. Oh, absolutely. Crabtree. And Hogan, Hogan's going to get hurt. He just gets Alshon hurt. Jeffrey is going to yeah. miss two games. Um, Marquise Goodwin. I think Marquise Goodwin could surprise people. Sammy Alshon Jeffrey could miss the first six games. They, I mean, they keep talking about him being on the pup That's list. True. Like that, yeah, so, yeah, he might not play until... I love Emmanuel Sanders, wide receiver 33. I would have him up more towards 22. I think Sanders is mm. going to have a good season this year. Where is uh, Chad Hansen? Chad Hansen, you're looking at Chad Hansen in what? How many rounds is the draft? Uh, 12, 13, 16, 10, is it 16. We'll just make it deep enough to get Chad Hansen. So, yeah. you know, right around <laughs> round 26, you're going to be looking at Chad Hansen probably. Okay, okay. So I'm taking Josh Gordon above him. I see Chad Williams. He's 121. Sure. <laughs> Eric, he's not on the board. Braxton Miller's 151. That's the deepest we got. No Chad Hansen. I, Chad I Hansen. have Chad Hansen at 526. There you go. Okay. That sounds right. <laughs> he's number one in our hearts. He's, he's, playing for the, he's playing for the All-Americans. I'm definitely... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely taking Des Bryant over Chad Hansen, and he's not on our team. Yeah, is... De- I was going to say, is Des Bryant on not our yet. team? Uh, he killed my team last year, so I'd be fine with him not being on a team this year. I'd probably take J.J. Watt over Chad Hansen. J.J. Watt, yeah. <laughs> Mikey might score more points. That's not a bad choice. <laughs> I mean, he's not eligible to be drafted probably in our league, but yeah, I would consider that. Can I write him in? It, like a Percy Harvin? No, I don't, I don't think it works like that. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, sleepers looking down the list. Kenny Stills, like I said before. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Mike Williams with the Chargers. He was a top 10 pick Michael last Gallup year. Michael Gallup could be interesting. Michael Gallup could be interesting. Somebody's got to catch passes in Dallas. I, I think they're going to... Yeah. I was uh, chatting with Morrissey, and he said that he thinks they're going to finish last in the East. And I, I think he's right. They're going to be behind, and they're going to have to pass. And, they're, and, and Zeke could catch 80 balls, but they have no tight ends. They have no receivers. Alan Hearns, I mean, Gallup... There's no reason Gallup couldn't go seventy, a thousand, and six. No reason he couldn't. Chris Godwin's way, way too low too. Godwin right. at fifty nine. And in fact, I had Morrissey draft Godwin um, in the same turn that he took Winston as his second quarterback. I think Godwin is a real thing too. I liked him when he came out of Penn State last year, but it would you know Evans is the one down there. They've got OJ Howard. They've got Cameron Brait. They've got Deshaun Jackson. Like, how many targets are there really for Chris Godwin? But you know what? If you're talented and you're getting open, a good quarterback is just going to throw you the ball. And that's what they keep saying. I mean, you never want to trust too much of what they're saying in the preseason. But they, yeah, they get. I mean, they basically what I, what I keep reading is is that he's that he's just surpassed Jackson in terms of where mm. they they see him. And Jackson, he's a field stretcher. I mean, he's going to catch probably 48 passes. But his job is to take the safety over the top. Take, run a bunch of nine routes and take two guys out of the, the equation, and then Godwin's in single coverage. That's a nightmare for defenses. They have to hope that they can actually get home and sack uh, Winston with that terrible offensive line, because otherwise they're in real trouble. I don't, I don't know how people are going to cover all their targets. Um, 
the Chargers have no tight ends. I mean, they're not going to throw the ball to Virgil Green. And, I mean, Antonio Gates, I mean, they're not going to sign him. So Ty Williams or Mike Williams, I think, are undervalued. One of those guys might outperform it. Keenan Allen is going to catch 110 passes. He, he's, he's money if he can stay healthy. Um, John? That's a big if. Well, that's a fair point. Um, Cortland Sutton, Sutton is a wide receiver 70. If one of Demarius Thomas or Manny Sanders gets hurt, and he is starting and getting 50 snaps a game, he is easily going to way outproduce wide receiver 70. Um, same thing with James Washington. If either Juju or Antonio Brown gets hurt at wide receiver 74, James Washington could catch 70 passes. He's looking really good. It looks like the Steelers got mm-hmm. another steal wide receiver. Man, they, they seem to know how to pick him lately. Yeah. Um, those are the, the later round guys that I really like. The, which, which, and they're all basically free. You get in that low, I mean, nobody else is probably picking them. Yeah, that, that's where people are taking a second kicker, a second defense, a third quarterback, <laughs> a, a backup tight end. When they're doing that, you're, you're throwing darts at really talented receivers. Um, Anthony Miller in Chicago, he looks really good. He, he, people, people compared him to, and this is a little bit over the top to me, but he has a lot of Antonio Brown in his game. Um, he was a really impressive player at Memphis, and he has room to grow. And right now, he's wide receiver 57. And in mm. Chicago, you know, Allen Robinson, he might be their wide receiver one, but he's not so overwhelming that Anthony Miller couldn't become the best wide receiver on that team. And Kevin White, I mean, it's been three years. What does he have, like 30 catches? I mean, he's not going to stay healthy. Total. <laughs> Who's the quarterback in Chicago this year? Uh, Trubisky. It's his second year. Oh. I think he's going to be a lot better oh, okay. this year. Yeah, he, he should make some sort of leap this year. Um, and then Taewon Taylor in Tennessee. Rashard Matthews can't stay healthy. Um, Taewon Taylor has looked pretty good in the preseason. And wide receiver 72, that's a little bit low for me. I, I would take a chance on him later, too. Um, you guys have anybody else that you want to throw out there? Luke? Sure. Uh, uh... Jameson Crowder. Oh, yeah. I yeah. kind of like him. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the PPR league. Crowder. Uh, Crowder's PPR. good. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And, and with, uh, with the new quarterback, I think that, that might actually benefit him. Oh, I think Crowder's even exactly he, the even kind though of he receiver did that Smith probably would yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, who else? Uh, I'm not as big a fan of Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. I like, I like Richard Matthews. I like Stills. I like... Uh, oh, a fun flyer one would be Martavis Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Martavis Bryant is really talented. I just, again, he's, re- he's probably one yeah. of the 10 most talented physical ability yeah. receivers in the league. And he- well, the, the, but this part of the draft is where you, you jump on, Take a chance, yeah. on, the, on the chances, yep, right? Absolutely. Where, where, I mean, where is he, Luke? Do you, do you know? Is he, I mean, he's got to be pretty darn late, I would think. Right? I don't even see him on the list. I'm looking through. I don't, I don't know where he is on your list. I have him as the... I has him as the 59th receiver. Oh, that's so actually no. But Luke's right. The, yeah. There's there's a certain yeah. point at which you have guys that but if it's like the last round of the or near the last round of the draft, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the guy mm-hmm. that I'd be looking for is is those guys where you'd be happy to drop in week 2 or week 3, right. but yeah. but if he, you know, gets gets you 25 points in one of the first two weeks then you're like 
got a steal. So yeah, it's worth it. I'm yeah. So this is a good point. I would use your late round picks. Don't don't pick a guy that's going to get sixty catches and you know that his range is like fifty to sixty five. Like just yeah, don't take that low, guy. Low ceiling. You can guy, get yeah. you can get a guy who's going to get you four to five catches on waivers if you need somebody for a fill in. You got to take a, a chance on guys like Luke said that have massive upside. Even if it's like a, a 15% or a 10% chance, if you hit the circumstances right and like Jordy Nelson is over the hill and um, the Raiders are going to throw a lot more than Gruden is letting on because it, he makes it seem like they're going to throw the ball only 28 times a game. But what if it's like, what if they're going to pass the ball 45 times a game? Now you might have a guy that's going to get eight targets a week and he could get you 14 touchdowns. And they have yeah. a decent quarterback. He's not... He's not that yeah. bad. He's one of 23 quarterbacks I would be comfortable drafting. <laughs> <laughs> Could you have 23 quarterbacks on your roster? Could you do that? You can have 16. Nice. I don't, I don't do know. Just don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. doing that. I'm not Brian, doing that. No, I, I, I just found I, Brian on this. I joke around, but I actually play for real. All right. Yeah, where's he at? Where's he at? Uh, he's, he's 60 seconds, so he's right where he said yeah, he is. Yeah. He's behind Keelan Cole and D.D. Westbrook, which is like, I mean, I, yeah, I think I, in, in that case, I would, like you said, take, take, take the Bortles take is down. not going to have yeah. a guy who, who you know, that, that's, that's exactly Cole. Well, now with Marquise Lee out, there's, there's probably, those guys are elevated. But, you know, there's still D.J. Chark, um, and they're, they're still going to run with Fournette and Yeldon and Corey Grant. I mean, there's, they, they don't, they would, yeah. they didn't trust Bortles. They could have gone to the Super Bowl last year if they would have just let him throw the ball. Yeah. They do not want him throwing the ball. So, yeah. And like, that's what, yeah, like Luke's point. I mean, yeah, you take Carr over. Yeah. Over, over and I like Keelan Cole and Dede Westbrook. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if they had one of the 23 quarterbacks that I'd be happy to draft throwing them the ball, <laughs> then like, they, I would probably have them much higher than they are. But Bortles is just, He's such, he's just Bortles. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Patrick, sleeper receivers. Who you got? I think I already said them, really. Uh, Gallup and, and Chris Godwin were the ones that I was okay. the most interested in. Um, I, and actually, Dede Westbrook was another one that just after watching him play a little bit last I year. I do like Dede um, Westbrook. But he's, 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 he's a good he's player. So tiny. He's he just, is. He's little, though. He just looks like he can get beat up. But, I, but I, I'm, you know, I'm interested. And then in PPR, I mean, they might even go, like, back to somebody who's you know flat out old but like somebody like amandola if you had a really like late round pick and you just needed somebody who might get a bunch of catches well i mean that i I think that's almost kind of a wasted pick but at the same time he might actually catch a lot of balls so like if you just need a a, a, like a one week fill in if he had a bad matchup like i that might be well see that so that's your that's that's sort of on your drake argument somebody in miami has to catch the passes and and if amandola you know for the four games that he's going to play he could catch six or seven balls every game yeah so yeah, I totally I get that, but that's that's a guy that you you take late, you play him until he gets hurt, and then you cut him, and you don't worry about it. Very late, or even just I mean, he might not even get drafted. So like he might not, you get know, drafted. Yeah. just as a one week week pickup, like if, if you find a matchup that looks good where you think he might catch eight ten balls, you know, uh, then that might be a good one just to fill in for you when you have a have a, a hole. Right. Or if you do take him as your last receiver, then you just wait week one. How many snaps did he get? How many targets? And then if he's not involved in the offense, cut him. This is no yeah. loss. Yeah. I mean, I think there's yep. a bunch of those guys. You keep hearing about DJ Moore and Carolina being like a, a you know a really good, you know, potential Steve Smith style player. But I mean, like you know, that's another super late round and almost just kind of watch the first couple of weeks. And you've and got an inaccurate out, quarterback but, throwing the ball, but he is electric. Yeah, yeah. All right, tight end. This isn't probably going to take very long. You've got 
Uh, you've got a tier I mean, at the top. I, you've got Gronk. You've got another tier after that. You've got Kelsey. And then you've got probably five guys. And then after that, you might as well stream. That's how I feel. Hmm. I don't draft Gronk. I never draft him. I just don't trust that he's going to stay healthy and he just costs too much. Unless he just completely falls into a position where... Uh, you're just superstitious. You have to take him. Yeah. Well, no, it's... I mean, it's not superstition, but I mean, the, the, his track record is that he gets hurt about half the time. I mean, like, you know, he, it, he's, he's, he's prone to this. So where you typically have to pay for him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But if he, if he just absolutely falls into that category where now you know that you have an advantage of that position, then you got to take him. But I, I don't draft him. Yeah. And in our leagues, basically, you have to pay for him in the first or second round, or you're right. not going to get it because it's, he always time. goes, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is no, no, no chance I'm doing Luke, that. Luke, what do you think about Gronk? I, I kind of feel the same as Patrick. I, I, if, if it's him or you know one of the top receivers or one of those running backs kind of in that late first-round range, I'd probably take one of the other guys. These are my feelings on Gronk. When you draft Gronk, you basically get, on average, a top eight wide receiver, except you get him at tight end. As long as he plays, and I will grant you that that is the caveat. Yes. He gives you a bigger advantage at his position than anybody else at any other position. And, And that is an advantage you cannot make up. Nobody else, the, the upside is just, nobody else in the league has it. He is the number one target on a top five offense. And this year, there aren't a lot of good targets on that offense. I think, here, here's what, here, okay, if you take Gronk, right now his ADP is, what, somewhere around 20, I think? Does that sound right? Uh, I can pull it up here, hold on. Um... Let's sorry. Let's see. Dead air. Dead air. Um, <laughs> on, okay. So fantasy football calculator, but this is this is uh, twenty one. Yep. Yeah. Twenty twenty first. Yep. In PPR. AJ Green. That, that, that's pretty and low. Gronk. That that's pretty low. I'm taking Gronk at that spot. I think I would take Green only because and and well, Green's a bad example, but. No, again, I'm just too worried about the injury, but that you're right. That's being skeptical. I, I agree. I, it, I mean, I completely agree with your analysis of like, I mean, he, he's, he's the greatest advantage at a single position in the whole league, but I just don't trust that he's going to stay. I get, you know what? He, here's what it is. If you are a high risk player, I think he's the right pick. If, if you're the kind of person that wants to roll the dice and, and just shoot for upside, there are receivers, you, there are going to be receivers that you can take in the fifth and sixth round that could end up being top 10 receivers. You can find running backs in week 11 that, I, that will give you top 10 weeks. So actually, if I think if I had, if, if you were looking at it this way, if I had one of the top four picks, you know, and, and any of those running backs and Gronk came around and any, I mean, this is never going to happen, but if any of the, rec- the, the receivers that I would rank above Gronk were left and then Gronk was left, I would absolutely take him over any of those because then you have a huge positional advantage no matter what you get after that. You can make up for Well, you that. have two. You know I mean, if you happen to... If, if, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. If you, ha- if you have the running back and the tight end, then I, don't, I almost don't care what I get after that because I feel like I can play it out with that huge advantage at those two positions. But um, after... Yeah, if, if I didn't have that p- perfect thing play out, I think I would take the receivers or even a, a running back over him. 
where, where he's going now. The problem, and this is the argument that people will give you is, well, and, and most people, not all leagues are like this. I mean, there, there are some leagues where, um, like there's a, a, my dynasty league is a premium um, league. So you get one and a half points per reception for tight ends, whereas receivers only get one, running backs get a half. Um, in those leagues, he's going to be elevated. Or if you were in like a start two tight end league, well, now he becomes more valuable, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And we start three receivers. We start two running backs. We have a flex. I mean, you're not going to flex tight ends for the most part. I mean, they're just, and then one tight end. That's the reason that most people are just not going to take him because now you're looking at your third wide receiver is Chad Hansen. That's what, you know, most people, but if you've mm-hmm. got sleepers that you love at a certain position, whether it's running back or wide receiver, and you think you can backfill and steal value, then to me, that's the way that that's the the way that you go about drafting Gronk early. If you just if you know that you have somebody in your back pocket, like Jamal Williams, as an example. Well, the fun thing in our leagues is is that Gronk could go third. <laughs> True, then, because then, depending yes. on where Claire and, and Carol draft, yeah, then, there you go. And then you have the entire thing go. Yeah, Gronk will go third. Aaron Rodgers will go fourth, and yeah, it's probably futile actually to even talk about this. And Greg Zerline will go seventh. <clears throat> right. Oh my god, <laughs> Craig Zerline. Um. So Gronk is the is the clear number one tight end. Kelsey is the clear number two tight end. There's a group of probably five tight ends after that. I think. Um, Jordan Reed is probably the last one that I would be comfortable taking. I wouldn't take him again. Same thing. I, I don't have any faith whatsoever. He'll play more than eight games. See, I am... Ertz, Ertz won me my league last year. The league that I've been playing him with the, long, the longest time. Ertz, I, I actually... That's why I, I would be comfortable just skipping over Gronk. If I could get Ertz and I knew it was going to be 10 picks, 10, 15 picks later, I would, I would take I, You know what? Honestly, I think Dallas Goddard is better than Ertz. But as a rookie, I don't think that he's going... But they're going to play a lot of two tight end sets. Um, but rookie tight ends have a really difficult transition, so I don't think it's going to be... Um, he's not going to take over there now. In fact, he probably won't take... I mean, it, it could end up being like a Gronk, um, Aaron Hernandez without the murder type situation where they're both startable. <laughs> wow. They're both top 12 wow. tight ends. He's good. Dallas Goddard is good. I wanted him in my dynasty league, but... DJ Moore was there, so I had to take him instead. <laughs> anyway, so Jordan Reed. I am comfortable with Jordan Reed. I am, and again, Mr. Morrissey took Jordan Reed, and then he texted me, should I handcuff Vernon Davis? You absolutely should handcuff Vernon Davis, because Alex Smith will throw to Vernon why Davis. Would you, why would you handcuff? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why would you handcuff Vernon Davis? Tight end, you can pick tight ends all, any, all over the map. You don't need to waste a roster spot on Vernon Davis. I would, if I'm getting Reed... I'm handcuffing Vernon Davis, probably. That's insanity. On a per-game basis, Jordan Reed is right below Gronk in scoring. Right below him. And it's competitive. I, I, I don't disagree with you there. Okay, so if Reed is healthy for 16 games and you got him in the 8th round, you stole him. If he misses 8 games, Vernon Davis becomes a top 12. He's going to be ranked top 12 for anybody that does prognostications. There's no chance. Every single week. Well, I, here's the thing. I'm actually used to playing in leagues that are I, I, several leagues that I play and actually have short benches. So I'm never going to waste a roster, roster spot on, a, on a, a handcuff tight end. Like you can stream week to week and pick out a matchup that, that's going to pay you off. The okay. Same way. If you're, we're, we're in a PPR league, that's a lot different. When you're streaming tight ends in a standard league, you're hoping for touchdowns. You, you need a guy that's going to get seven targets. 
I think you can pick out week to week. You can you can gain those points back. I wouldn't. I would never waste a roster spot on a backup. All right, we need a secondary bet here. Yeah, let's have it. Let's do it. I, I, we can go all day. I, I don't know what the bet is. Luke, why don't, why don't you jump in here? And degenerate gambler. Give me, give me your, um, what, what, what are you doing at tight end? What do you like? I'm, I'm with Patrick. In, in what way? <laughs> I'm with Patrick on this one. With your head in the sand? What, it, you have to be more specific. <laughs> I, li- I like I, tight ends. I, well, you, you said at the beginning, and I, I kind of agree more with this than what, what you're saying now, which is that, you know, you get into the you get to the fifth tight end or so, and you might fifth six around that in around that kind of range. Um, might as well just wait till the draft is over, almost. And I'm not sure Jordan Reed fits into that top six. Oh my! Top, top seven. God, eight. that is ble- you're a blasphemer. Because. <laughs> 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 can we just like take tight ends off of the roster spot this year or just don't use them at all we can't even get rid of kickers there's no way we're getting rid of tight ends <laughs> alright so so I'm the only person that values tight ends apparently oh I said I, li- I, said I like tight ends yeah, I, like tight I, ends I value tight ends as well but I don't value yeah. them anywhere near where you're valuing them especially not the ones that you've picked Reed is Reed, Reed can play two games that is, that's a, no way. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting that pick. And I'm certainly not wasting a backup roster he, spot. But he's going in the eighth round. You're not taking him in the fourth round. If he, if he wasn't an injury risk, he would go in the third round. I agree. I just wouldn't pick the player. I just, I wouldn't even bother with him. I, I, I would pick somebody else and be happy with somebody that I know might play more than half the time. That sounds cowardly. Can I interest <laughs> you in Chad Hansen? <laughs> Always. To do what? Star in your new CW pilot. Yes, probably. I mean, sure. I don't know what the CW is, but but probably. I don't really either. I, th- I think it's supposedly a network. All right, quarterback. I have 23. What do you got? You should draft one. You should draft one. Mm-hmm. Not in the first round. I wouldn't take somebody in the first round, no. I wouldn't take somebody in the second round. I wouldn't take somebody in the seventh round, but that's me. Okay, I'm with you on this one. I think I have 21. Okay, so you're close. Yeah, yeah. So All right, close. tell us your 23 quarterbacks. It might be. <laughs> this is Chekhov's gun. We've been talking about this for, it's che- what, four Chekhov's hours? Chekhov's gun. <laughs> I love it. That is great. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how happy you have just made me. With, well, with I mean, checkoff reference. That is just tremendous. There's a the, there's a quarterback at Michigan Tech named Steel Fortress. How long before we have a quarterback named Checkoff Gun? I mean, oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, um, I, not a surprise. Just like Jen Babs, I have Aaron Rodgers first. I wouldn't take him in the first mm-hmm. round. I'd start to consider him in the third round. I would prefer to wait. Um, it, it, my, so you're not getting. I'm Aaron not getting Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> not in our league. No. <laughs> Deshaun Watson last year had and now. Deshaun Watson is small. Like he's RG three small. So he could he could get broken. He had he did get broken. He, he did get breaking broken. A, <laughs> he kept a breaking. good <laughs> a <laughs> good quarterback <laughs> will have a touchdown percentage somewhere around five percent. That's a good year. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> 
9% of his passes last year went for touchdowns. He is absolutely going to regress. That is completely un- unsustainable. And oh, he yes. had a completion percentage of less than 60. He was not accurate, and he had an absurd touchdown percentage. That is a guy to fade. And that doesn't mean that I don't think he's going to be a good player. Well, he was throwing like 45 times. Well, they were in some shootouts there, too. Um, specifically, I remember the one against Seattle. And I don't, but but there, were, there was more than one. Deshaun Watson right now, he, he's going off as the second quarterback. There is no chance that Deshaun what? Watson will, will be on any the of my second team. quarterback? Yes. Second? Yes. I was about to ask, is he in your top 10? Uh, Wait, is that actually the case? Yeah. ADP right now. Rodgers 1, Deshaun Watson 2, Brady, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Look I'm out. looking at it. You're, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't have ADP in front I wouldn't of take him... I would take any of the top 11 over him, I think. Yeah. Above, yeah. Um, Breeze, Wentz. Maybe even Rivers, too. I wouldn't... Yeah. I would take Watson over Luck, probably. I worry about Luck's shoulder a lot. Um, oh, yes. I mean, it, that whole thing has been weird to me. The whole last year was kind of strange how they handled that. Yeah. It's... And he, I, he's not throwing a lot of deep balls yet. Uh, he hasn't thrown a pass in a, in a game so far. I mean, I've heard that he's doing it in practice, but he hasn't thrown a single ball over 20 yards in any of the preseason yeah. games yet. It's something, something's that not feeling seem, right to me right there. Yeah, there's some Joe Flacco, Flacco thing like. going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when, yeah. when, yeah, when T.Y. Hilton is your prime receiver, you know, I mean, that's... But, but yeah. you know, if Luck is one of two quarterbacks, that's fine. You know, play matchups, see what you got. I mean, his upside is very yeah. high. But I can't see him reaching it. But... If he's like, if he's the thirteenth quarterback off the board, and I take him as my quarterback one, and then I wrap around and I get like Mahomes, I'm happy. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um. So here are all the quarterbacks that I like. That I'm. I'd be completely comfortable either starting um, on their own or playing matchups or whatever. Let's see. So we got Rodgers, Watson, Brady, Wilson, Newton, Breeze, Wentz, Luck, Cousins, Stafford, Roethlisberger. Garoppolo. Those are the first 12. I like all those guys. Rivers, Ryan, Goff, Mahomes, Smith. I like all those guys. We're down to 17. This is where we start to get a little, uh, I don't know. Mariota. Okay. If he's my second quarterback, I'm okay with that. Dak. They could be passing a lot. If he's my second quarterback, I can live with it. Derek Carr. I like. Jameis Winston. I like. Eli Manning. I think Eli Manning is going to have a good year. Beckham, Ingram, Shepard, right, Barkley. He's not going to be good, but his targets, I think that they could, I think they could do it for him. That takes us down to 22. But let's throw Manning off. Let's just say that Manning's not going to get it done. I like Trubisky, and I like Andy Dalton. Hmm. Yeah. It, their, their offensive line was horrible last year. They fortified it. Andy Dalton threw 36 touchdowns one year. He has one of the five most talented receivers in the league on his team. Mm. John Ross has looked really good so far. Joe Mixon and Geo is a much better backfield than last year. Um, Tyler Boyd Boyd has looked good. They drafted uh, Josh Malone last year. He was good. Auden Tate as their fifth receiver. He's had a good camp. I don't know. Andy Dalton to me is if you can have him as your second quarterback, that's pretty good. I would Absolutely. Take, I would take Dalton over Dak. I would too. Yes. Yeah. I would definitely take Dalton over Dak. Because here's the thing in fantasy football, you don't have to worry about Dalton playing in an actual NFL playoff game. Nope. So you're good. <laughs> 100% true. That is, ve- that it's is regular season, 100%. 
Mm-hmm. And the first game of the year, they played the worst defense in the league, the Indianapolis Colts. Wow, yeah, okay. So if you... I had Dalton last year. He, was, he, he did all right. Yeah. And he didn't have a great year. Look, by his standards, he didn't even have a great year last year because their Mm-mm. offensive line was horrific. He was totally fine. I mean, I got relegated, but he did okay. He didn't <laughs> him. Well, Jen had like Blake Bortles, I think. Yeah. Well, somebody had that Blake Bortles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but she won the league. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Which shows that the entire... Whatever, whatever, minute, whatever our count is, it's two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. How did she win? <laughs> Who was on her team? What happened? I, I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, here, hold on. I can it's like up every time we bring up her team, up it's like... I just got a message like, that my, oh my hard gosh. drive is almost out of memory. That's probably because <laughs> we've been... Yeah, we're, we're, we're going. We're two and a half hours. Uh, here we go. This is Jen Babb's team. It was Blake Bortles, yes, Jordan Howard, Alex Collins, Robert Woods, Marquise Goodwin. Those are, <laughs> that's astounding. Martavis mm. Bryant, Ben Watson, Jarvis Landry, Jaguars D, Justin Tucker. Now, mm. she did have, she had Devontae Adams on her bench, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. There's several the, of those yeah. players you could say that I, I, you could that tell is, me. That is not yeah. a good team. I couldn't even tell you if they were actual players if you just made those names up. So That's, she might know, yeah. she might have had guys who got cut and or hurt later in the year and cut. Yeah, them, it's though. possible. Yeah, yeah. That's in, that I didn't. Now she that, had now that I she just had Aaron read that. Yeah, all credit to her. She pulled it out somehow. She did with that yeah, group. Yeah. She's the LeBron James of our league last year. Now, <laughs> now she's got her sights set on Spike. So. So if we're if you're about to run out of space, what what else would you want to cover just in case we come to a <laughs> sudden halt in this podcast? <laughs> Probably should anyway. Defense, um, defense next to last round, kicker last round. Yes, no, mm-hmm. and especially since we we are fixing the kicker. no exceptions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do we do to the kicker? I know, but tell people who don't know. Yeah, so we're we're I, I, you know the crazy thing about the standard ESPN scoring is is that actually gives you five points for a a. a a kick over 50 yards and four mm-hmm. for over 40 and three, you know, yeah, down, down the count. And then a, a, an extra point is one point. And I think everybody agrees that that's, that's just uh crazy. Um, yes. Considering <laughs> that, that that's just a dis- disproportionate amount of points that can come from your kicker. So uh, we've decided to adjust that, that a field goal will just simply be worth two points. No, no more than. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I wanted one point, but. Well, I, I wanted to get them out of the league. I did play. too, but yeah. we got I a think, lot of pushback I, I, from our champion from last year, Jen Babs. And actually multiple people, yeah. They were not happy about the kicker removal, so we will, <laughs> I don't know, eventually hopefully phase it out. But um, yeah. well, I mean, we'll, we'll transfer that over to the IDP next year. She but. does root for the Ravens, and that, that is their best He's, player. Actually, it might be true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And she Relative might, to and, position, and, yeah, definitely. Yan does probably their her. best player, but Dustin Tucker is actually their, their best scorer for sure. Yes. And I will quickly. I did pull up the the uh, the teams for uh, League Three, and those are. Uh, I'll, cool. just, I'll just run down those real quick. It's Jeff Stevens, Peter Brannigan, Paul F. Parmley, John Edwards, Mary Faye Randolph, Scott Jenkins, Dan Green, Eric Barnes. There is, uh, I believe, this is Zoan Cardenas, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Muldoon, uh, James Cunningham, Jeff Turner, and Doctor Garrett Schumann. Oh, oh nice. so we've we've got nice, we've got some names nice. in there that we certainly know. Chop chop, um, oh, Garrett. Yeah. And also, a we're bunch still of new waiting. Folks that we're really really happy to have. Get the so. Fibonacci sequence uh, booted up. <laughs> we're running out of time here, buddy. <laughs> oh, and Jeff Turner. 
as well. Yeah, 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 Jeff. Okay, so there are a lot of familiar names that people time. recognize from Nobody's Twitter. listening at this point. Yeah, no, yeah no, there's, no. there's no way. Long ago. And that's that's fitting for League 3. That's where they should it be. De- you know what? Honestly, <laughs> it depends on how, how big their lawn is and how long it takes to mow. That is true. Sean, we're glad you're still yeah. with us. You know, you've mowed your yard and the neighbor's yard. We're glad you're still listening. Anything else that you wanted to cover? Sound, I mean, really, what difference does know. it make at this point? <laughs> Right, I got I got one over under to tell oh, good because it's sure. one in the morning. Right. Well, Luke's going to be in bad shape tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to be wrecked. Thank you for right. putting up with this. Both we do appreciate it. All right, here's here's your over under. The ratio of hours Rob spends studying and prepping for fantasy football versus the point value added <laughs> <laughs> to his so fantasy. Doing. <laughs> before before Rob answers this, like he said, he, he shared with me earlier his his draft that he was participating in when we, we were talking a couple of weeks ago. And I guess uh-huh. this was a long term draft with people all over the planet as far as I Yeah, understood. there was a guy in Germany and there was I think a guy in South America. So it, it took a long time. It was a slow rolling draft. I, he sent me over the spreadsheet of the draft at that point, and I'm not kidding. It looked like one of those 3D paintings that you used to look at that you had to like stare at for a long time to actually visualize anything. It was unbelievable. So yeah, stereoscopic. It, it was inc- it was absolutely incredible. So yeah, nobody nobody's playing on the same plane as as Burke. Oh, definitely. I not. definitely not. don't stop because I'm in a dynasty league. So as soon as our season is over, I start looking at rookies and evaluating them. So I've put in way, 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 way. I mean, it's just, yeah, there's, there's, it's not, nothing is worth this. It's, it's really an addiction more than anything. So, so my ratio of hours to point value added, uh, the over under I got set at (laughs) 0.0027. I, you know what? I'm not uh, smart enough over to know there. whether un, what under means in that situation. I was going to say, which is better, which yeah. is worse. <laughs> over, over means that uh, there's, there's more value. Under. To, yeah. uh, I'll say over. Actually, if you... No, I got If you've got... I got to go with over. If you've got a point and then you've got three zeros, it's got to be over. <laughs> That's just... Yes. This, there's not a lot of money there. I, I've actually told Robert this, and this, and this is just not to be complimentary, because I. But the, I mean, one of the absolutely stupid things that I do is I listen to a lot of fantasy and I read a lot of fantasy. And I actually think Robert's as good as anybody that I've, that I've ever heard. Oh, when, I agree. When when it comes to actually analyzing it, and and you know, so I think that uh, that he's probably way ahead of the rest of us when it comes to uh, to actually oh, doing I'm this sure. the right way. Sure. But um, yes, there actually, <laughs> but but unfortunately, in our league, it hasn't played out. No, that way. yes, no, I would like not. to remind you, auto draft won last year. The um. The, the league that I, Patrick was referencing, that where we start 22 people and, and it's 11 on offense, 11 on defense, um, there are actually fan, people that get paid to write for fantasy sites in that league every year. And mm. uh, I have been the most successful. I'm the only person that's made the playoffs all four years. And I've made the championship nice. the last two years. But I haven't gotten over the hump. So, I mean, I have had a lot of success in other leagues, but not this one. And it just oh, it makes me want to just not play. <laughs> I, it's it's hard to lose to people who don't even like didn't didn't draft their team and barely pay attention. That's that's yeah. hard to take. <laughs> you mean me? <laughs> you are one of those people. I know. This the, I've won. I've won a championship in every league I've played in. It's been like five. The or last six. two and a half I hours just... is Todd's draft prep. That's what he said. He's not. He doesn't look oh, at yeah. a mag. He doesn't do anything. He listens to the show and then he drafts. 
And Todd, there are dr- if, it depends on what time the draft starts, but Todd's probably had six beers at least by the time the draft starts. <laughs> and last year, I know for a fact that he was drunk. Nice. Because I think he said, uh, you know, I've, I'm like, I started way early today and this might not go yeah. well. So are we shortening the draft clock this yes. year? Yes. That was a big mistake okay. on my part. I apologize for it. Um, I think we should well, go down to it was 60 what, seconds. N- it was what, two minutes last year? Mine 90? was two minutes, yeah. It was absurd. 60 okay. seconds. That's, that's what you get. Yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah. I, th- I think we finished our draft a full, yeah, a full a day and a half early. About, and about half, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> about half the time. It was, yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a huge mistake. And, and I knew immediately, like a round and a half in, I, like, and, and the other draft was already in the fifth round. I was like, oh, God, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's too late. Because when point. people have two minutes, they use all two minutes. And when people have mm-hmm. 60 seconds, sometimes they just use 10. Like, because yeah. you have to be prepared and you just have to pull the trigger. You don't have really much time to do any research or any last minute stuff. Yeah, you're not really going to do much in no, 60 you seconds. you have to know what you're, yeah. And, right, yeah. so. And I, I did confirm this. Uh, I, I talked with Gary and he said that he and Spike are in for the fifth at 7.30 East Coast oh, time. Oh, perfect. Okay, So cool. as with previous years, we'll just, we'll navigate per there their schedule yeah. so if ever if yeah. all the leagues can draft at the same time that and would be keep great. profanity to i a should minimum. have said that earlier but yeah what's keep that the profanity to a minimum i mean he's <laughs> well steen burton's gone so we, we you yeah, know, we're no longer it's to true the, to the fourth level of of, of i danger. mean spike's 14 <laughs> but he still sounds like a muppet you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so so are are both leagues drafting the same or i think everybody's at the same time yeah i'm all gonna try to get mine. yeah i'm gonna try to get all three to draft at the same simultaneous time. simultaneous drafts yeah yeah and we confirmed with the trivia folks at Chatter that's that's the Wednesday night versus the Tuesday that half of the half of the people would be gone. So we're doing Wednesday. Okay, good. Wednesday cool. the fifth. I will probably have another rehearsal. I'll be drafting during that. I'm good. <laughs> Just auto pick it. <laughs> that's the way it works. That's where I was. That's why we're doing this at 10 p.m. This recording. Good. You know, in the wee hours of the morning is because I had. That's where I was. All right. Tonight, any so. last words, Luke? Is there is there any material that you weren't able to insert that you just want to randomly? Uh, no, I'm good. No, no. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Patrick, Patrick, I wanted it's to go late. to bed three hours ago. It's late. That's that's my last words. Jason, sign us off from here. Thanks everybody for listening to the Raju's Rejects 2018 and other supplementally supplemental leagues that we're not going to mention the name of. <laughs> Fantasy football deep dive. This has been a great four hours with Robert Berg. Patrick Moffat, <laughs> Luke Overby, and myself, Jason Fuse. Thank you. We hope let- you have a good draft. Thanks for letting me backstage. I, I hope everybody falls on their face in the draft. And by the way, uh, we all do want to know. <laughs> I want to scoop we, up we need, an, we, we need an album release date. DKE. Everybody's December waiting. 10th. 2018. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, actually, Wonderful. we probably should have put that in there too. Yeah, I think we actually are going to try to get it out a little bit before Christmas. We're, hope- we're hoping. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. Yeah, no problem. We're recording quite. We are recording the weekend of October fourth. I'm quite non-jokingly fired up about this. I love it. I think you're going to be even whatever your expectations are. I think it's going to exceed them. We're really, <laughs> we're, we're really happy with the material. It's the greatest thing ever created in the history of mankind. Yeah. <laughs> I, this, this thing and it hasn't even done yet. That's good because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not very fond of most world. of mankind's creation, so I'm, 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 that's good. We're, we're, we're in good shape. It's going to end poverty. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have peace in the Middle East.
No, I actually think you might like it. I, I've, I've liked everything I've heard, and I'm not kidding. I, I really. I would yeah. say most of the no, rest of the songs it. are better than the first three songs we had. No. That's that's the thing that I'm really enjoying so far is that my top like probably five songs are not the three that are already out there, and I like those. It's just there's five more that I'm more excited the about. The best song. What was the title of the third one that you guys released after the fact? Uh, cosmology. That that that's phenomenal. That's my favorite of the three oh, nice. so okay. far. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely loved it. Yeah, that was that was my favorite of the lot. Um, the date. Jason, while trying to record. <laughs> A, 90, a circa 1999 or 1990 R&B song instead wrote the best song on the album. And <laughs> yeah, it's accidentally, it is an energetic protest song. Wait, was it even intended to be part of what you were it doing? It was supposed to no? be a slow just, R&B yeah. song. I've, t- I've tried three <laughs> times to write this slow R&B love song, you know, that we were going to jokingly and, you know, that's because that's what we do, mm-hmm. do stupid stuff over. And all three times, I've gotten three other songs that are in no way, shape, or form even the same genre. And I don't, I don't know how it happened. It all happened within like a week and a half. It makes no sense. Three other songs that are like three of my favorite tracks that we have right now. So what, you mean you're, you're just like playing and it slowly just morphs into something else that's not I'm just recording stuff to- and I'm like, what? This is not... It's like, it, it's like I didn't even do it. Th- okay. It's so, crazy so basically, thing. I can't even explain. He tried to write a Babyface song and he wrote a Public Enemy song. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, pretty this much. Is amazing. So, uh, so yeah. before you guys all go, I, like, I, I do yes. want to know: Are you guys just like, how are you writing the songs? Are you like, especially lyrically, are you just transferring stuff back and forth, or do you have a base idea, or how are you doing? We this? have a Slack we, that we do everything. I, yes, I would like to. I would like to just give you a window into this insanity. We spent seven this hours is not a joke. over Sunday night and Monday morning arguing back and forth, and I mean, you know, cordial debates, but also, uh-huh. you know, pretty pretty getting into it arguments about, you know, no, I think it's this, no, I think it's this, and here's why, and, you know, typing out these long, you know, four-paragraph explanations and detailed, in-depth backstories on one mentioned character in something or one like, you know, what is the motivation for this person that or this character that shows up in this one line of this, <laughs> this one song in the album. You have to be, and no, no. Is somebody documenting this aspect of it for like well, a, you know, some sort we've of background? Ser- we've seriously thought about like buying Slack and like saving it all and then save in like, you know, selling access to that at some point. As like a Kickstarter because, or something. Yeah, it's like make it into like a book, like a PDF and like sell it as part of the as part of the album thing as a tier the craziest thing about that whole argument though we were on the same side all three of us seemed like we were coming from different angles we were all on the same side and we didn't realize it we were in agreement and we this is when we say seven hours we mean literally seven hours hours on saturday and then two more hours on sunday Sunday. we were arguing about something much better at managing your time that we were all in agreement (laughs) wait wait also this was an interlude it's yeah. not even one of the. It's main not parts. even a real song. It's like a forty-five to you know a minute and a half joke song. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What's like 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 your like your like your normal little instrumental like interlude? Yeah. Or is yeah. there actually? Yeah. It was a spoken not, word not done by a fictitious not robot. Joking. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Seven it's a spoken hours. word track done by a fake robot, like a robot that is not even real. Seven. Okay. First off, seven. I have an idea here, and I think the yeah. idea should be just cut the first two and a half hours of the podcast and just make this the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, well, this is, is everybody still content. recording? Are we still, still on? Still still yeah. Well, I have actually thought about, and we've talked about doing a commentary for the album. Oh yeah. 
where we release like uh, where we listen to it and then we record like a podcast for the whole length of the album and then you just get that and you play it like complimentary. It's just like the Wizard it's a of supplemental Oz piece in the wall. Just yeah, play it's it like along a, with it. Yeah, it's like MST 3K. You know, like the guys that went and did the riff tracks where you you don't they don't sell you the movie. You have to have the movie or you have to have the album and then you just play it at the same time and you, you play it real time. It's though, right? You're playing. Yeah, it's a real time. In fact, you're playing with oh, no. the album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a running real time commentary with the album of us telling this nonsense stuff as the songs go. Oh, that's incredible. It's it's the most insane project I've ever even think anybody's ever thought of. I've ever heard of, and it's it's unbelievable. I actually that's think like it's going to be. Good. I mean, how far are you along? I'll, I'll leave you. I, you all have to go to bed, but I'm, I'm I am actually intrigued. <laughs> uh, the track list is now into the twenties. Well, oh twenty. God. I think we have twenty. Twenty. We have twenty yeah, yeah. tracks. We have twenty recorded tracks already. Well, we no no Roughly. we don't have all the lyrics well, for everything, and we don't have everything worked out. But we have. But you have. I mean, you were planning on doing twenty tracks at this point. Um, there was never really a plan. Yeah, well, there's not really a plan. <laughs> that's that's where it's led to this extent. This point. Yeah, it's 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 going to be over twenty tracks. Would be my guess. But some yeah. of them are interludes. There's only there's thirteen yeah. full songs right now. It's yeah, right now. It's going to be the length, like, time length of a. Yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah, seventy be, minutes. You know, or something 60, like that, 60, 70 minutes. Yeah. You guys realize that if you if you were to do that, I mean, this is a, this is insane. But like next year, you could legitimately the night before Jingle Fest just sell out a show. That is my plan. Are that you actually thinking my, about that? Oh yeah, I have. You could. This is, you could, this you is news to me. people but to show up. This is news to me, also. Oh yeah, I I would love to. Same, go. I mean, the people are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. do it. Oh yeah, I would do it. I would. Do, I would do it for do free. It. You should absolutely I mean, I would, do it. I would. I would. I. My goal is at some point to start looking into wherever the venue is going to be when Jerry gets that locked down, which I think he's pretty close to getting the funding for that. See if there's another. In that place, if like if we could book, because most of those places book like acts, yeah. And so if Jingle Fest is on Saturday, we book the place for Friday, you know, and it wouldn't cost us anything because we're not renting it out to sell tickets. We're basically just coming in there like a local band would to play a show. I mean, like I do most weekends. I mean, I get paid to go play these places. You know, I mean, it's not much, but it's you know. So I I think we could book it. You know, I'm booking a ticket a day early. Yeah. It wouldn't. It's ridiculous. It is you know? golf and then and then DKE. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, the 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 package that people are going to get with the album with huh. baseball cards and the PDF yes. and a, you know printed book yes. for extra money. Like it's it's yeah, it's lunacy. There's going to be there's going to be fiction. There's going to be stories. Yeah, <laughs> we're writing. We're literally going to write. Rob's going to write like basically a novella, a short story that covers one ba- the backstory of one song on the album. Yes. <laughs> well, and I heard and you I'm talking to... on the SOT podcast that you guys had spent hours and hours and hours just developing the characters for. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh my gosh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Oh, it's crazy. We're, I mean, we're incredible. we're putting in pro- forty Work. hours a week plus for me. Like probably, you know, yeah. I mean, Luke's working how, around his how job. How are you but... all doing? Oh, well, yeah, that's incredible. We're, I freelance we're, around I'm... it. Jason's job is yeah. music, and Luke yeah. is seemingly always available. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Luke's in meetings. Luke is in meetings laughing when we're sending. (laughs) He'll open up Slack and be like, You just made me laugh out loud in a meeting I'm in (laughs) because he read some stupid thing that me or Rob would know. It's all so stupid. I mean, it's just, you're not going to believe. When you hear everything, you're not going to believe how stupid it is. Yeah, when when they were saying that some of these other songs are better, what they mean is dumber. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, if I haven't already shown you, I'm all in for both good and dumb. The the that's, the that's, protest that's, that's, song that's alone is one of the <laughs> dumbest things I've ever encountered, and it's almost all Jason. 
I love it so much. Well, it was your idea to to, to do a protest song, but hearing, you came up with the yeah, title and the, the concept, the and then yeah. it was, and then it just devolved. <laughs> it was, it's just so dumb. Oh, yes. I can't, I, this is I cannot wait for this. I'm not kidding. Put on it. Put on a, a Friday night show. You guys got to. You, you have to. You have I, to figure I would seriously would that. consider that if we I could pull it, it off. Yeah, yeah, we'd be worn out, but we could do an hour. We could do you know sixty sure. minutes of stuff. And it's all like tracks, so, so be... I don't have to worry about it being good. I wouldn't be nervous you, about no, that. I mean, the people. Uh, there you go. Th- that whole crowd's going to be so fired up too. It'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> you should, you should... And blasted out of their minds. So, if there's another beer share, <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, yeah. yeah, that's what we do. We set up the beer share at some place where we can where they can come in. Well, now they'd have to they have to bring. That's the issue is when you start bringing in alcohol to other places that make their money selling alcohol. They don't really no. like that. We so can already, we... I already know the spot. We can go to that exact same room that Morris and I busted into at 1.30 <laughs> in the morning last time. We That's got true. the entire ballroom. We're we'll good. do it in the, in the hotel. We'll <laughs> in the hotel. All we need is like an, a phone with the playlist on there. I'll make instrumental tracks of it, and we pump it through like some portable That's speaker. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. I hope people are going it, to like it. It's I think literally, it's going to be interesting. Like, Luke has to be up in four hours, so... Same yeah, here. Yeah, my let's kids are let's let him tap It's out. less than four hours oh. at this point. <laughs> Great to talk to you guys. You too. Have a good night. It's been a podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop recording. I will right. do that same thing right now. Thanks to everyone, and I do mean one of you that is still listening to this podcast at this point. We may be back in the future for more updates this season. And we may not. We don't promise anything. Because we don't plan anything. Unless you're talking about a DKE album. In that case, we'll have a seven-hour discussion about a fictitious robot. If you'd like to keep up with all this nonsense, fantasy football and otherwise, you can follow us on Twitter. The league is at Raju's Rejects. The Diane Kruger Effect is at The Real DK Effect, but only one F, for reasons we may or may not disclose at some point. Commissioner Patrick Moffitt is at Moffitt Patrick. Fantasy football expert Robert Bird is at R3T2. Young stat man Luke Overby is at Luke Overby. And you can find me at Judo Fuse. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>